This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever is on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it's Ian here. And Curtis. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are for free, so do enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We're going to start things out here with a special guest interview. His name is Jim Babb, and uh, he was there when George Donnelly, one of our listeners, and a hopefully soon-to-be mover to New Hampshire as part of the Free State. Well, I don't know if he is a Free Stater, but anyway, I know he is going to move to New Hampshire. Uh, But George Donnelly was arrested, kidnapped, attacked by federal goons calling themselves the U.S. Marshals, I believe. Uh Uh-oh, maybe we lost him. (laughs) <laughs> uh, 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 maybe this is it. We're going to take a chance here and see if this is Jim Babb. Uh, Jim? I'm still here. Oh, good, good. I uh, had the wrong line there. All right, so Jim, you're with us, and thank you for coming on Free Talk Live tonight. How are you? Great. Thank you for having me. Well, fantastic. Uh, I'm sorry that we have to have you uh, under these circumstances, because last week uh, one of your friends and uh, fellow activists was kidnapped. Uh, we talked about it here on Free Talk Live, but you were actually there when it went down. Can you set the scene for us? Sure. Um, well, we've been we've done a handful of jury outreach activities at different federal courthouses, and most have gone relatively smoothly, uh, from Philadelphia and Trenton and other Pennsylvania uh, area courthouses. When we got to the Allentown courthouse on May 11th, it was a little bit different. Uh, Julian Heikland was there before us, and George and I arrived uh, a few minutes later. He was passing out pamphlets for the Fully Informed Jury Association. George and I joined him, and I had literally passed out one pamphlet when a woman came out and started questioning Julian. And it's the, it's the usual questions, you know, who are you, what are you doing here? Julian did not feel the need to answer her questions and let her know that he would not be answering and to please leave him alone. She started to uh, manhandle him. She sort of grabbed his arm and kind of had summoned other federal marshals to come out. At this point, uh, there's a, you know, more and more of them coming out. George is filming, and within seconds, they had tackled George and were trying to grab his camera from him. And George held on. He was, you know, basically, you know, was holding a football, and the the other team was trying to shake it loose, and they basically just wow. piled onto him. One of them even had his knee on George's face as he was pinned on the ground. They wrenched the camera loose. Uh, they take it inside, and then a, a minute later, more of them come out and, and put George in handcuffs and take him inside. It just sounds like such an incredibly violent uh, ordeal, and uh, unfortunately, we don't know if the video footage uh, still exists. Do they still have George's camera? At the moment, his camera is what they call impounded. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we're hoping they did not destroy it, because that is going to be very telling, and hopefully we'll clear everything up if we can get our hands on it. So from your vantage point, when the federal goons began approaching George, you said it happened, it seems to have happened very quickly. Uh, in, the, in the past, they've threatened. In the past, they've gotten up in, uh, in his face. And a lot of his video is actually available on his website, georgedonnelly.com. 
uh, you can go there and you can see some of the past events. And I believe, Jim, that you're in a, at least a couple of those videos. Uh, but normally they just come out and they uh, they threaten with threats like this one. If you get too close to me with that camera, I'll take it out of your hand and ram it down your throat. This time they actually did uh, take it from his hand. Luckily there was no throat ramming, but it didn't sound that much better uh, than that. So what happened as they were approaching? I mean, were they telling him to stop recording? He was refusing? I mean, did anything transpire or did they just out and out attack him? I don't, re- I don't remember them even giving him any commands. Uh, they may have said something. I, don't, I didn't necessarily hear what they had said, but they didn't even really give us a chance to respond. Hmm. I actually had in my hand, while this was happening, a copy of the Homeland Security policy on photography on federally owned and leased property. So I never even got a chance to show them what their own policy was concerning what we were doing. Oh, it doesn't matter. Even, they don't care what it is. They're, they're not the least not. bit interested in that piece of paper. If you were to show them that piece of paper, they'd say, that's not the way we interpret it. And uh, they would go on about their business of uh, clubbing George as, as he lie, lie there prone on the pavement. It's true. Uh, while they were wrestling with him and trying to grab his camera, I did, uh, out of you know few options uh, at my disposal, I called 911 to report a mugging in progress. Uh, obviously, you know, the result was about what you'd expect. Uh, did they, they even show up? About, I'm sorry? Did the, did the local police even show up on the scene? Uh, they arrived about 15 minutes after George had been taken inside mm. and wouldn't even speak to me. They immediately just conferred with their, with their brothers of a slightly different uniform. Right. And then after their private conference just came and told me that they're not allowed to intervene in a federal matter. <laughs> Wow. Protect and serve. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was very violent, very uh, stunning. I mean, it was just stunning to, to, I mean, obviously for George, but even to just witness it, now, uh, to be with a friend when he's getting mugged and kidnapped is horrible. It's hor- it sounds horrifying. Uh, wh- George, is, from my understanding, has been charged with assault on a federal officer. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and he was standing there with a video camera recording a scene in a public place. They tried to take the camera from him. They they attacked him, put him on the ground, and they're claiming he assaulted them. That's exactly right. And we're unsure whether they think he attacked them while he was taping or while they had their knee in his face. Uh, it can, could only be one or the other, so I'm not really sure what they're thinking. Wow. Yeah, they're thinking uh, disobedience is unacceptable, and they will come up with the worst possible charge to uh, you know, like pin on someone. Char- that sounds like yeah. a pretty serious charge. Is that a felony? Yes, it is. it is. It is a felony, and it's federal. Uh, he was he spent the night in jail. He was released the next day. I believe you went to go and pick him up. What was that like? Well, it, he, they had him for two nights. Two nights. Oh, I'm he sorry. Spent the, the, he spent the first night in Lehigh County Correctional Facility. Uh, they wouldn't let him... I guess they wouldn't let they wouldn't arraign him the next day. They made him stay another day, and then they well they transferred him to Philadelphia for his second night. Uh, in Philadelphia, they this was the scene of that the that clip that you played. I'm going to shove the camera down your throat. Yeah. They found out um, that oh that's that's you, <laughs> <laughs> and evidently he was quite a celebrity in the building. Uh, that that April eighth event that you the, the clip you played from 
uh, was evidently a big deal to them. And when they found out they had somebody involved, they were thrilled. Oh, no, I, I thought I, the version of the story I heard was that there were so many liberty activists that were calling the jail and asking about him that the jailers were calling him superstar simply because he was getting so much attention while he was on the inside, which is very unusual. That, I'm sure that helped as well. Yeah. So, um, but needless to say, they knew they had somebody uh, important in their hands. And unfortunately, they, they made life pretty miserable for him any way they could. Oh, I so, bet they did. Now, was this a federal uh, jail he was in in Philly, or was it a local jail? Yeah, it was federal, 700 federal. Arch Street. Okay. Uh, so, Jensen, I mean, you've been listening to this. Do you have any questions about the uh, the encounter? I've kind of been dominating the conversation here. You know, I, I can't come up with anything specifically. He's, he's painted quite the picture. Um, and, and George spent two full days in and then and then was released? Yeah, it was, well, it was two nights, so it was, it was actually more than 48 hours total. You know, the sad part of this is that, that the uh, uh, these these goons with badges can go ahead and just charge him with a felony. It doesn't cost them anything to make to, to level this allegation against him. Mm-hmm. However, it's going to cost him thousands of dollars to protect himself with a criminal attorney. Yep. Um, and so the American taxpayer not only is uh, you know the the average not only can the average person um, get mugged and beaten on the uh, the steps of a courthouse that they paid for, uh, but they also have to pay when it's it's done to somebody else too so you know there's victims all around here hey jim can we keep you for another segment absolutely all right great uh more coming up here with uh jim and do you have a website that you can plug just curious um actually no but uh i will when we come back i'm gonna uh, point you to a website that we have for an event coming up okay great hang on uh, more with jim babb in a moment we're talking about fully informed jury activism wherein one of our activists uh was uh, activist friends was arrested kidnapped and imprisoned more coming up Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. Just dial in via the toll-free number 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian and Curtis and Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. So enjoy those on us. Features including stuff like our webcam. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com. See it for free. And you can actually chat with other listeners. The chat room and the cam are both on the same page. Go to cam.freetalklive.com and enjoy. By the way, the cam brought to you by memorydealers.com. It's another tough Monday, eh? Well, that means it's time for the uh, the tough to get going. So you better join me in taking two capsules of Nature Bee every morning. Here's Mike Buck with how to tackle these tough times. Hello there, Ian. And are you guys right? Check this out. There's a cure for the Monday blues that's potentiated plant pollen from New Zealand. Get in tough. Take charge of the week. What are you going to need? Two golden capsules of Nature Bee. That's it. Now, you often call Nature Bee the health wonder from down under. Why is that? Well, I love that. No need to take a whole fistful of who knows what. All kinds of different supplements make all kinds of claims. Nature Bee plant pollen, the only one on earth that has every vitamin, amino, mineral, and antioxidant you need. Right down to benzyme. 
What does that do? It goes hand-in-hand hand for peak performance is what we're looking for, and a strong immune system, too. Yeah, well, I can tell you, Nature Bee's done wonders for me. I was just taking it with the expectation it was going to be like any other vitamin supplement that I've ever taken in my life, which and I really noticed no, no difference after taking them. But once I started taking it, it, it fixed a digestive issue that I had uh, for years. Well, not only that, but it's going to give you better sleep and concentration, different benefits from different folks, but it all happens because you're nutritionally balanced. And here's the balance on the money. going to save you a bunch of that. Six months of Nature B, $99.95 plus delivery. Free Talk Live gets a bonus of three extra months. That's nine for the price of six. Complete money-back guarantee. You call toll-free, and it's on its way. 1-866-834-8355. All the way from Keene to Australia, New Zealand, the country. 1-866-834-8355 or naturebee.com. Okay, folks, uh, you can be just like me and be all you can be by calling 866-834-8355 or go to naturebee.com. We go back to our guest to kick things off here tonight. Jim Babb is with us from Pennsylvania. And Jim, are you there? Yes. Okay, great. It's good to have you uh, back here. Uh, we were talking about what went down, what transpired last week in Allentown outside the federal courthouse where you and a fully informed jury association, uh, kind of a national level, nationally known activist, Julian Heiklin. Uh, is it Heiklin? Hecklin? Heiklin. Heiklin. Uh, Julian Heiklin was there, and he has been touring around, going to different federal courthouses and doing fully informed jury association outreach, informing potential jurors that they have the right to uh, decide a case based on their feelings about the law, not just about the facts of the case. So if they don't, if they don't think the law is good, they can say not guilty just based on that. And that's kind of the point of the fully informed jury activism. And I have done a lot of this uh, FIJA activism. I was just out this morning doing some here in Keene, New Hampshire. I've done a lot of it, and I've never run across uh, the bureaucrats, court bureaucrats that are as intimidating and uh, as dangerous as the people that Julian has run across. Uh, Again, he's been touring around in a lot of places, and I think it's just because the federal goons are just more goonish uh, than the state guys. And he's been kidnapped himself multiple times. So last week, another activist was kidnapped, George Donnelly. You can go to georgedonnelly.com to see some of his videos from some of the Fiji outreach they've done with choice audio clips like this one. If you get too close to me with that camera, I'll take it out of your hand and ram it down your throat. I never get tired of uh, playing that one. (laughs) It it shows. And uh, so George was kidnapped last week, and he was violently attacked. They uh, put a knee in his face while he was on the ground, piled onto him. They stole his camera. They still have his camera. He's been charged with uh, assault on a federal officer, apparently for videotaping them. And uh, it's just a bunch of nonsense. They kept him in jail for two nights. He was finally released, but he is on what they call house arrest. He'll be getting some sort of an electronic tracking uh, bracelet, and uh, he cannot leave his home. Is that right, Jim Babb? That is correct. I, I mean, he can for special circumstances with permission from uh, from the authorities. But, wow. it's, yeah, it's very, very restrictive and just terrible terrible to see a friend go through this so he has been he's been to an arraignment they held him until the arraignment so therefore is there a trial scheduled i don't think there's a trial scheduled yet i think they're they're just getting things going uh george has been has been shopping for the right attorney to to represent him Hmm. and it's i think once he gets that probably things will, will start falling into place as far as the schedule 
I wonder, I, I don't know if uh, organizations like the Institute for Justice might be able to help out, but I wonder if there are any liberty-oriented uh, judicial kind of activism organizations that could uh, could step up in this case, because I don't imagine it's going to be cheap to uh, to hire an attorney for, for a federal case like this. And to top it all off, it's my understanding George was getting ready to make his move to New Hampshire. He had planned to move up to New Hampshire within a few days of his kidnapping. Uh, this is what I understand was, from... Go ahead. Yeah. He was going to be moving there today, in fact. Oh, today he would be horrible. he would be in New Hampshire right now. It's absolutely uh, horrible. Now, just uh, Jim, you mentioned there was a website, some upcoming event that you wanted to plug. I want to make sure you get that out. Yeah, there's. Um, well, we have a Facebook page called Friends of George Donnelly, which you can find on, on Facebook. On there, you'll see an event that we have planned for June 4th, Friday the June 4th. And... You could the the URL that'll take you right to that if you do tinyurl.com oh slash June four rally. Oh, we'll good! I thought right it was going to be it. one of those XYQs. Yeah. Okay, thank Capital goodness. Yeah, no. Go ahead and give that one out again. Tinyurl.com slash June four rally. Okay, so and June the number four it, rally. Correct, or just okay. find it on the Friends of George Donnelly Facebook page. And what are the plans and, for this rally? Well, we're going back to Allentown. Oh, boy. And we want to match their aggression uh, with, with love and kindness, basically. Uh, we don't want to have anyone get arrested. We don't want to you know, give them any more prisoners. But what we do want to do is make a large, visible showing uh, in defense of not just, you know, obviously for solidarity for George, but defending, showing that, that we care about the right to photograph Mm. And the right to to pamphlet, and that we're not going to be intimidated, and we're not going to stop what we're doing. Good for you. And instead, we're gonna we're gonna multiply the effort, and we're gonna try to to you know basically just meet their nastiness with you know with with a peaceful demonstration. I love it. I think it's a great idea, and it really it rings uh, familiar because that tends to be what happens up here in New Hampshire, where we've got a whole bunch of activists. If they go after one, a bunch more show up the next time. And we're planning something similar uh, up here. In fact, I want to talk about how Julian is on a tour. Uh, this is the Fiji activist that's kind of gotten all the, this ball rolling, uh, doing fully informed jury outreach. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about his tour. Can you stick with us a little while longer? Sure. All right, Jim. Uh, by the way, are you a Free State Project participant yourself? Well, I'm a fan, and uh, I might end up moving to New Hampshire, but I'm not an officially uh officially a free stater well you can fix that by going to freestateproject.org now hey now don't be so pushy mark uh well maybe i'll maybe i'll shop for properties uh, when i'm up for pork fest oh, that'd be great, great. You're coming up for pork fest well that's where i wanted to go next uh, curtis is here he's one of the organizers of the porcupine freedom festival and uh, apparently julian the fiji activist who's been on the tour is going to be coming to concord the day before Porkfest officially starts, which I think is a really great time for it. We'll give you some of the details on uh, what he's up to and come back uh, with some fully informed jury outreach discussion here in a moment. You can also bring up anything. Free Talk Live. Notorious space pirate Phoebus Crumb had retired to a frontier world, only to see it destroyed by raiders. Now, Crumb is given a new ship, a new crew, and a dangerous new mission. Infiltrate deep within enemy territory and destroy a deadly dreadnought that threatens the balance of galactic power. Follow the illustrated adventures of L. Neal Smith's Phoebus Crumb online now at bigheadpress.com slash pk. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Curtis. And Mark. Join us online, freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. And that is freetalklive.com. Features including stuff like our archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download. They're yours for free. Archives. Just get them at freetalklive.com. No logging in. There's no hoops that you need to jump through. They're just right there on the front page. In fact, you can click into the podcast and go all the way back to the beginning of 2009. Totally free. At freetalklive.com. We've got Jim Babb with us. Jim, are you still with us? Yes. Okay, good. You're here to tell us about... And you have been telling us about uh, how George Donnelly from georgedonnelly.com, uh, videographer, liberty activist, hopefully someday to uh, move to New Hampshire. He was planning on moving this week, but was kidnapped by the federal government people last week outside a courthouse in Allentown, Pennsylvania, while he was doing fully informed jury outreach to some folks that were walking by out there. In fact, it's my understanding that uh, you guys weren't even necessarily targeting potential jurors. You're just out in front at a certain time of day, and you're handing out flyers to people walking by. Is that pretty much how it works? Uh, that's true. People walking in and out of the courthouse and people walking down the sidewalk. We figure anybody is probably going to be called for jury duty at some point. So any anyone is a good prospect for this type of outreach. And you guys have been doing this now for a number of weeks. Uh, some of the video is up at georgedonnelly.com from some past in uh, past encounters with these federal, these threatening men uh, in uniforms that kidnapped George. And, of course, uh, there, you said there was a Facebook group that people can join, Friends of George Donnelly? Correct. Uh, all right. So where I wanted to go next with this is there's, there's obviously a lot to cover here. But one of the things that's happening is Julian Heiklin is going around the country going to different federal courthouses and doing fully informed jury outreach, letting potential jurors know they can vote in the case based on their feelings about the law. It's a very important kind of outreach. And in general, up here in New Hampshire, we've we've really only done the local stuff. We've done the, the superior courts, but we've never done the, the federal uh, courthouse as far as FIJA outreach. And judging by the results you guys have had uh, in Pennsylvania and New Jersey and other places – they're just a little bit more dangerous. So what's happening is uh, Julian is going to be coming up here to New Hampshire. And, of course, as you know, Jim, the Free State Project is here. We've got hundreds of liberty-minded folks that have already made the move, and thousands more have pledged. Over 10,000 have pledged. But hundreds are already here, and a lot of them are just looking for something to do. So when Julian comes up to uh, Concord, I hope that we can have the biggest turnout ever uh, in support of him. I've posted the details on his Concord visit over at freekeen.com. Now, do you happen to know if Julian has a website? I don't know of it if he does. I've received a few emails from him, and that tends to be the way I keep up with what he's doing. But do you know if there's anywhere where all of his visits are going to be posted? Because I know that he's going uh, to D.C., uh, Baltimore, Burlington, Vermont, Albany, New York, Vegas, and uh, back to Allentown on June, June 4th. But I don't have the ability to give all that information and all the details out on the air. Do you know if there's one central location people can go to to get that information? There isn't, but what he does do is use a email distribution list, and he yeah. has a short email address that I could give out that if anybody wants to join it, he calls it his list of tyranny fighters, and he keeps a schedule and report on there 
uh, that, he, that he sends out to people. So uh, yeah, I've got his I'll email look. address here. We can give it out here in a moment. That's not okay. a problem. It's just I, I hope that somebody can help him out. I understand he's uh, he's he's a little old on the older side, so maybe he's not as uh, technically adept as as some people. I, I hope somebody can can give him a hand and maybe get him started with a blog or something like that, where we can easily point people to to uh, to get the latest information because he he's going out there and he's putting his freedom on the line to do this jury activism, and I think he deserves support. I know that he's gotten some support, but uh, certainly it could be more. In fact, after George was arrested last week uh, doing Fiji outreach in, in Allentown, you guys came back out to, I think, the, the Philadelphia one. And didn't you have a larger turnout because of George's arrest? Well, it's, I mean, interest has been building even before George's arrest, because, mainly because of those videos that George had made. It mm-hmm. re- have really captured people's imagination and brought a lot of attention to this type uh, of event. Now, uh, which is it's it's kind of two sided because in a way I think it it sort of detracts from the primary goal is to is to distribute information about jury nullification. Uh, you know our goal is not to go and 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 argue with with policemen or be hassled or chased off. Certainly not arrested. Uh, I'm I'm I know I'm not looking for conflict. Sure. Uh, I want to reach out to as many people as I can with the message. However, when something like that happens, it really creates a lot of publicity. Yeah, so, I mean, for everybody uh, that you're not reaching on the street there in, in Philadelphia, you may be reaching one or two more people on the Internet because of the people that are coming to watch these videos and then clicking on a link to see, well, what is org. I hope so. Uh, because, I mean, nothing, nothing's going to make it you know, worth what's happened to George. But I'm hoping that we that that as much good comes out of this ordeal as possible, um, and there is a, a very growing you know this a growing kind of an explosion of interest at least from what I can tell, especially around here. And I was kind of concerned because I didn't know if if the intimidation would sort of chill people's interest, and I was relieved to find out that it that it you know it had no bearing or increased the interest good. in doing this. And we've also found that. Seems like after after this Allentown event, the the memo has gone out for these guys to be on their best behavior. Interesting. So when, you'd say they've like they've when, calmed down. So you're not expecting the same kind of an encounter on uh, the fourth when you're going to redo the uh, Allentown event. Well, I, I hope not. Uh, we're going to take you know we're taking precautions and uh, and there's a few guidelines you know that I'm telling anybody that wants to 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 do this at a federal courthouse and probably would be prudent anywhere yeah. is to is to be you know is to be cautious uh have have as large a group as possible number one don't don't go alone or have somebody that can't watch you have somebody off site videotaping you have multiple people have the you know as you guys have have learned in New Hampshire videotape the guy videotaping the guy videotaping yeah and have have multiple redundant sources audio recorders, whatever you have to do to properly document things. Absolutely. Let me throw one more out there. Uh, Let me throw one more out there. You're absolutely right. The more people, the better. The more people with cameras, the better. Uh, Audio recording, secondary to cameras, but whatever you can have that can record the scene. Uh, up here in New Hampshire, we have Pork 411, and that's available to people in other states. They can have their own uh, Porcupine 411 system, which allows you to make a phone call, record a message, 
And then when you hang up the phone, that message is delivered to uh, as many recipients as you can put on a, an email list, basically. And so up here, when somebody gets into a situation, they just hit a button on their phone, it dials pork 411, and you've got a recording that's going out live. So even if they turn off the phone, snatch the phone from you, that recording's already been delivered to uh, you know a few hundred people instantaneously. So any... Any big activism movement, I highly recommend having a Pork 411. If you're not that big yet, uh, then what you definitely want to have is Quick.com. Jim, do you know anybody with a smartphone? Yes. Um, unfortunately, I just recently found out about Quick and the way you can upload video from your phone. Uh, unfortunately, we've had sort of a fast learning curve, but the, the need has obviously become apparent to have th- these technologies that allow you to, to safely and securely document what's happening, and things would be a lot different if we'd had that kind of technology in place. But even though we had had, you know, some sort of aggressive behavior from, from these people before, I don't think any of us expected the level of aggression that we encountered, and that was our mistake. Um, so yeah, you I'm, pretty I'm much have to, to walk into uh, any encounter with these thugs uh, expecting that they are going to kidnap you. I mean, that pretty much is what well, you have to they're expect. they're not all thugs, but you have to walk into the um, encounters with police officers understanding that some of them may be thugs. You, yeah, you have to presume the worst. Presume that you're going Absolutely. to encounter some rogue cops uh, who know that they can get away with anything that they want and are more than willing to uh, to try. And so I think that you've, you've suggested some very good things. Quick.com, QIK.com, for those listening that are not familiar, it's a free service. If you've got a smartphone of any variety, it's likely that it works for that phone. You go, download the application, install it, and then you've got instant free streaming to the Internet. So even if they grab your phone and confiscate that or keep it, keep it as evidence, it's likely that your video will get out. Uh, so it's an they also have step. those uh, the little hidden uh, phones and like pens, or excuse me, uh, uh, cameras and audio recorders and pens and things like that. Jim, will you keep us in the loop uh, as to what goes on later on down the line in Allentown? Absolutely. Appreciate having you on tonight. Thanks so much. GeorgeDonnelly.com, the website. Um, We're coming up. Have you considered leaving America? In Asia, you can live like royalty in a tropical paradise for a fraction of the cost. Let PathToAsia.com help you escape the ever-growing burden of taxation and regulation. PathToAsia.com's consultants will guide you through the entire process, helping you find a job, housing, and even a companion before you make the move. Join the increasing wave of Americans moving to Asia while you still can. Visit PathToAsia.com and sign up for your free trial today. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And tonight it's Ian here. And Curtis. And Mark. All right, so uh, we're going to get back to your phone calls here in one moment. How soon do you want to start teaching that child that's special to you about the ideas of liberty? I figured I couldn't start soon enough with Jack. So um, we got him this book called An Island Called Liberty. It's a picture book for children, and it's simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page. Make it one of any child's favorites. Go now to freemarketunderdog.com. See some of the samples there and order today. There's a 10% discount for listeners of Free Talk Live with coupon code FTL. An island called Liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. All right, so we're back here. Uh, We're going to come back to the fully informed jury uh, discussion here in a bit because there was something that went down today in Keene, New Hampshire that was particularly ludicrous. Luckily, it wasn't 
face-crushingly dangerous. It was just absolutely absurd. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit, but let's get to your phone calls first and start things out with Bill in North Carolina. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Curtis and Mark. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's on your mind tonight, Bill? I'm just uh, really glad that somebody brought up fully informed juries. Uh, the first time I came across that was in Ron Paul's book, Freedom Under Siege. Okay. And it essentially boils down to people using their minds. Yeah, there's, that's really not encouraged much in America anymore, is it? No, it's really not. But that's what the whole liberty concept comes down to is individuals using their minds. And it's regrettable that it's lost on so many people. But I'm really glad that you guys are talking about it. And I really appreciate what you're doing. Well, thank you, Bill. Uh, any other thoughts you want to share? I uh, just wanted to say what's up to Curtis. What's up, Bill? Yeah, Curtis has been giving us the silent treatment here tonight. Thanks for the call, Bill. Appreciate yeah, hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Curtis, uh, I mean, you've got a situation, you've got a felony charge against you as well, so you're not the only uh, New Hampshire liberty activist with a felony charge at this point. I, George isn't technically here yet, but George Donnelly looking at a federal felony. And yours is a felony charge on uh, distribution of cannabis here in New Hampshire. Are you planning on having a fully informed... I don't know if you can answer this question. If you can't, just tell me. Do you, you plan on having a fully informed jury a component to your defense? Um, as in uh, inside the courtroom? Yeah, inside the courtroom. Because you could probably count on activists being outside the courtroom, peppering the potential you, jurors you cannot, with flyers. You cannot say jury nullification, but you can say everything that jury nullification is really yeah but the second you mention the word nullification the judge goes crazy what what do you think would happen if the ju- if you did mention the term i mean why well, would they it have an be objection? Me. it would be my lawyer right why would they have an objection to you saying the term as opposed to describing it i, I don't know it's it's their game they, they make sure. the rules why would they get upset i, I don't know just that's what they do well, if they feel like getting upset about yeah. <laughs> about anything, they're going to get upset about it, and then you know they're going to do what they want because you would know that, they they set up the rules of the game. But like would that said. be one of those things where the lawyer gets in trouble? If somebody's going to get in trouble, would it would it be him then who would uh, face some sort of sanctions for bringing that up? Yeah, the judge would tell the lawyer to cut it out, and if the lawyer insisted on going down that route, he could be held in contempt. I see. So you could uh, explain what it is, then say the word jury nullification. Get uh, the, the judge would you know get huffy at you, and then you'd just continue to explain what it is. And it's that jury N word that I just talked about earlier, but the judge won't let me say the word anymore. <laughs> <laughs> be fun. Can you say Fiji.org in court? Anyway, it's, it should be interesting to see how that plans out or pans out rather, because normally when we do fully informed jury outreach, as we were doing today uh, here in Keene, New Hampshire, we're targeting potential jurors. We're getting them with the, uh, you know, we're actually targeting the people that are most likely to use the information, getting the fully informed FIJA.org information into their hands as they're going into the courtroom. But this will be the first time where we've ever been able to do it, unless something comes up sooner. Uh, Your case, Curtis, will be the first time where liberty activists in New Hampshire will be able to do FIJA outreach on a case in which that they are well aware of the details on it, that it's one of their own, if you will, uh, that is uh, that is being charged. It's because it's usually when we show up, we do the outreach, we go home, and that's it. It's the last we hear because none of the jurors call up to say, hey, just wanted to let you know I did nullification. I mean, it'd be awesome if somebody did that, but it's never happened. How would they do it? They just, it's not like there's a telephone number. Well, there's a the website. Back. There's freeking.com. They could find us, uh, find us through there if they wanted to, but they've never done that. So the, it's going to be, I think, your case for a number of reasons is going to be very groundbreaking. And if you want to help Curtis out... Uh, because, well, you can't afford to, f- to hire a lawyer on your own. 
we, we want to get some liberty, uh, liberty-minded attorneys on board with this. We already know – you already know who you want to bring on board. Right. There's a certain cost that's attached to it. And the CD Evolution Fund at cdevolution.org has been raising money for your legal defense fund. Currently, it's at over 40% of the goal that was set. I think it was $7,000, which was the Correct. goal. Yep. Well over $3,000 have been raised uh, at this point. So there's a little ways to go. Uh, and and when's, there's a probable cause hearing coming up. What's, what's next? Coming up, quote-unquote, it's July 1st. July 1st. Okay, so, so we've got a little ways to go. Plenty uh, so, of time. So you can head over to cdevolution.org. By the way, brand new website, redesigned. If you haven't been in the past couple of weeks, check it out. It's awesome. we got the awesome new logo up at the top. Of course, Curtis's chip-in is also up there at the top, so that's easy to find. Go in there, throw in 5 bucks, 10 bucks. Every little bit counts uh, here, and it's, uh, it's going to help out Curtis during his legal de- for his legal defense. So cdevolution.org. Mark, is there something else we need to announce about CD Evolution? How about the brand new uh, executive director, Jason oh, yeah. Talley, who we've had on this uh, program sitting in that chair, Curtis, a, a number of times. Uh, he's from MotorhomeDiaries.com, formerly of Bureau Crash. He's the former crasher-in-chief over there. So Jason is a guy who's got a lot of experience in running these sorts of organizations, of being the head uh, of an organization like this. And I have to say, Mark, we had a meeting with him over the weekend uh, with the, the board, the board of directors. And he certainly got his stuff together better than the board of directors. Does. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad we brought him on board. The guy's got vision. He knows what he wants to do. He's got some uh, some really great ideas for the CD Evolution Fund. So the redesign of the website, the the, uh, the announcement of Jason Talley as the new uh, executive director is just. Just the beginning of what's coming next for cdevolution.org. They're going to have a big role in the Porcupine Freedom Festival. You heard Jim Babb mention that he's going to be attending Porkfest this year. So you're going to get to meet a whole bunch of liberty-loving people at Porkfest. There's a lot going on. There's discussions about having like a CD Evolution casino night where we bring some of the civil disobedient superstars in, like people like Lauren Canario and Russell Canning and some of these these big names, if you will, in the civil disobedience movement, uh, having them at the casino and just milling about and you know getting to kind of meet and hang out and you know gamble with a the, lot of people uh, want to talk to the civil de- well I mean absolutely they're uh, they're experts I mean they've been, they've been there and they've done it so we're bringing those we're going to work to bring those folks in and it's going to be an absolute blast it's going to be gambling and socializing and all at the same time a fundraiser for cdevolution.org which inevitably will benefit uh, folks like Curtis who are making a stand for liberty that's what cdevolution.org is about. It's about putting money behind the people that are willing to stand up and put their freedom on the line. Because not everybody can do that. Not everybody is in a situation, you know, they may have a family, they may have uh, certain responsibilities that they absolutely have to take care Families of. Families are common. Yeah, sometimes not, it doesn't feel like standing up for liberty, but laying down in front of the tank of statism. <laughs> well, whatever it takes, you're doing uh, something that many people will never be able to do or will, will feel as though they can never do in their lifetime. And so cdevolution.org exists to help people like you, Curtis, uh, people who are doing civil disobedience, to uh, to have people that just have some extra money that they want to spend on this stuff, to, to pour some money into, uh, you know, do things like pay the rent, uh, to take care of animals uh, down the line, uh, to pay for attorney's fees and, and that kind of thing, to encourage more of uh, this civil disobedience and non-cooperation. Which, by the way, speaking of non-cooperation, I had a, another encounter with a census worker today. I'll tell you more about that some other time. Let's go to the phones and the fun. Giggin is on the line in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Giggin. Hey, guys. I became a victim of the drug war last night in a oh, no. sort of way. Welcome to the club. Um, yeah, I was sitting behind uh, the University of South Florida, Sarasota campus. It was 10, about 10.30-ish uh, Sunday night. Campus was closed. And you were, what, um, on the when- bay side there? 
Yeah, there's a, there's like a little pond area down yeah. there, and okay. I was just sitting on the steps, and um, I was there about 10 minutes, and I started hearing sirens from like all over behind me. And within a few minutes, cops come out of the bushes with flashlights and a dog. What? And, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, so I was like, "Wow, something's going on." And so I stood up, and they told me, "Put my hands in my air. Uh, put my hands in the air. Get face down on the ground." And I did. Um, the an officer came over and handcuffed me while I was face down. And to his credit, I got to say they weren't at all rough or anything like that uh, when they were cuffing me. Um, and they, they asked glove. me if I had a gun. Of the the velvet glove of the iron fist. Go mm-hmm. ahead. <laughs> yep. Um, so anyway, what happened was, long story short, it was a mistaken identity. There happened to be a robbery around there, so they picked me up as a suspect. Uh, they had a victim try and ID me, and um, I was not the person, so they were going to let me go, but I was still in cuffs when they wanted me to just give them basic information before they were going to cut me loose. So as the basic information, um, I start giving the basic information, I start questioning why it is that they want all of this information. And at that point, um, it, be, it, it became like a custodial scenario, and they claimed that there was this pipe that they found. And Can you tell us I more? Would, Can you um, hang out and give us some more detail here in a moment? Sure. All right, more with Gigan in a bit. He was harassed by the police, caught up in the war on drugs. We'll find out more in a moment. Hour two's coming up. You can bring up what you want. Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves as we launch here into the second hour of the program. Toll-free number, 800-259-9231, brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Curtis. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features on the site. They are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Dot com. Those of you who have uh, heard, uh, listened to the show for the past few weeks and actually a couple of months have uh, heard about babyreadingkit.com. It's a site where you can go and order a, a course that, you know, essentially allows your child to start learning to read at as early as three months old. And we got it from my son, Jack, at a, a little before he turned two. And um, just, it might have been right when he was um, two, but he's been taking the course for about uh Two months, and it's not like we're forcing him on it or anything thing like that. He just he wants to watch the videos. He wants to to do the uh, the flashcards, and flashcards come with them. And my wife was practicing the flashcards with him this morning. He brings them to her and says, "Read this, read this." And um, this morning, an amazing thing happened when she showed him the uh, the card for octagon, the word octagon. He said, "Octagon." She didn't say it. He said he's um, you know the, the it's the it's the sight reading method, and he read the word octagon, the word star, and the word triangle this morning. Wow! If, if, and it's been two months. If you want this for your child, you can go to babyreadingkit.com. Like I said, I thought it was working, and it is working. Babyreadingkit.com. 
All right, so we'll take your phone calls about what you want. Gigan is still with us, uh, listening in Florida. You're on the amp lines. Now, Gigan, you were telling us for our listeners just tuning in that uh, you were, I guess, on a college campus or nearby a college campus in Sarasota, Florida, and uh, some cops came out of the bushes. You heard sirens. Cops came out of, literally came out of the bushes and put you had your put your hands on your head that kind of thing they uh, were doing some sort of investigation looking for what was it a, a armed robber yeah supposedly there had been a robbery at a hotel next to uh, the USF campus and the description was a 30 year old skinny white male wearing a tank top and shorts so i was instantly thinking when i heard that um oh that's probably somebody trying to steal money for drugs and um it was really interesting how the drug war perpetuates itself where i then find myself in a position where even though I wasn't wanted for the, this robbery that they had just cleared me of, um, all of a sudden they find a pipe somewhere in the area, or they claim to. I never even saw it. And uh, So the pipe was not on you? To... No, it was not on me. They didn't. They, they, I don't even know where they like claimed to have found it. So what was it they claimed? They claimed to have found a pipe, and then what? Uh, they said there was a pipe with marijuana in it that they found. And um, they said, they said, oh, we found your pipe. And I asked them what they were talking about, and then they said, well, and then so it turned into, like, the the good cop sort of thing. You know, this isn't really a big deal if you just tell us. um, It's just compliance. We're only only after the big-time growers. We're not after you, little man. Yeah, just exactly. just own up, just own up to it, Gigan, and we'll help you out. Yeah, if you if you tell us you broke a crime, you know, you committed a crime, it's not like we're going to prosecute it for. It. I mean, it's not like it's not our job or anything. Come on. Exactly, and it it was I was in custody, I believe, about an hour. I wasn't able to keep track of time. And over the uh, over the course of time, it got more and more manipulative with the lies that they told me because I informed really? them that I was a criminal justice student, and I knew that um, that they if I don't want to answer questions, I don't have to. So they were they just kept telling me, uh, "Tell the truth," as though <laughs> I had something to say. Then I didn't have something to say to them. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it was very manipulative. It was it really messed with my head for that whole hour because I had to keep convincing myself that I was right when I was being lied to. It's crazy. Um, so they had you in the police station this whole time? Is that right? No, I was. it was just at the school. They, I was just oh, near really? where they had um, picked me up. I was just sitting on a curb there in the dirt wearing handcuffs. So these were w- campus police. Were you, by chance, you're a student at the University of Florida? Uh, excuse me, yes. South Florida? Oh, my God. Yeah. You were on campus and they just picked you up. And oh, through- but it was after hours. <laughs> but, 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 but you're a student there. Right. Uh, well, actually, I just graduated, but they, they tried to tell me that, well, we're telling you you can't be here after hours. And I said, like, the security guards at the school are, they don't mind. It was all about them being in control, though. Of course, that's what it always is about. So so you held your ground, and what happened? All right, so they, they it got to a point where they told me, they started joking about how, oh, well, you know what this is going to do to your career, huh? You know what this is going to do to your life, huh? You know how much Hilarious. money this is going to cost you. And they were trying to get a reaction out of me, which I wasn't giving. And every time they tried to accuse me of being cocky or arrogant or calling me a smart A, and um, I just said, I'm sorry that you feel that way about the, uh, the questions I'm asking. And uh, eventually got to a point where they told me I was going to jail, mm. and I still said I, I have nothing to say, and they let me go. Awesome. Way to go. Uh, standing up for yourself, refusing they, to bow down to their um Did they charge you with anything? Oh, what was that? Did they charge you with anything? They said this, uh, you, you, we may, you may be hearing from us when we run fingerprints on this thing. 
Oh, yeah, they're going to run <laughs> fingerprints. I mean, <laughs> this is ludicrous. I mean, the the American public really believes that cops do fingerprinting. You know, and it's such Off a, a glass rarity. Pipe. Yeah, it's such a rarity. Well, they didn't say it's, it was glass. It, it's it's true. so much like work that these guys don't want to get anywhere near fingerprinting. Yeah. It's too much like earning their paychecks. I'm sorry. You could have your car stolen. They won't print it. It's amazing. Well, congratulations on that gig, and I'm glad it worked out for the better. And it, it only worked out for the better because you didn't crack under their pressure trying to get you to admit to having a bowl that you apparently didn't even uh, have. Yeah. If they print that, if they if they do print that bowl, it's only because they were cranky at you for not playing, you know, power their power game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not going to you know they're not going to print the bowl because one of them just pulled it out of his pocket and said, Here, "That's likely true." This. Well, one of the detectives called me afterwards on my cell phone after it was all over. How do you get and your cell phone was, number? Um, oh, they, they got it for me because they, they told me that at one point they told me if I didn't answer these certain questions that I wouldn't be free to go. And we were sitting there in silence for a little bit. I see. So did I they, did they process you? Did they fingerprint questions. you? They took one fingerprint. Interesting. I don't know why. I, don't, I think it might have been like a show gesture because they told me I was going to jail. And then they uncuff me and take a fingerprint and tell me to leave. Huh. It's very so strange. I, I think that was all for like all kind of a show thing to get me to just think that I might as well cooperate now. So now you graduated. Are you out of there? Are you coming uh, to New Hampshire? Or what's your plan? Uh, yeah, I plan on uh, starting the drive back to New Hampshire on the 23rd or 24th. Back. Uh, I was assuming that they don't like break down my door over some fingerprint on a pipe they claim to have. Now, uh, now, just in, in a related story, one of the activists uh, from New Hampshire, who's originally from the Sarasota area, Neil Connor, has scheduled an activism event down there in Sarasota. And I think I saw that you were involved in this. Uh, there's oh, going to be the some. 40s? Yeah, so oh, that was a... actually my event. Oh, really? I'm sorry, I didn't realize that. So, why don't you tell a little bit about uh, what you're planning on doing? Oh, okay. Um. Well, I've, I've been doing a little bit of activism since I've been down in Florida uh, the past few months that I haven't really been doing the whole time I've been down here. And it really uh, motivated me to want to do some some sort of public event uh, before I leave, uh, kind of as uh, gifting a little bit of the ideas of liberty before I go. Um, and so the idea is to sell a, uh, or not sell, to exchange a 40-ounce beverage, which is uh, 40-ounce malt liquor, which is illegal in the state of Florida uh, because of sales laws. And the way, the way they're able to ban 40s is they make it so it's illegal for businesses to sell them. So I'm going to do a public exchange of one, which I don't know if it's, public, if it's technically illegal or not, so we'll see. So you're not going to be drinking 40s in the park. It'll right. just be an exchange. No. And, gotcha. and, and no, it's, it's, it's going to remain sealed the entire time. It's, uh, it's very strange because it's all about the size of the container. You could have malt liquor in Florida, and you can have a 40-ounce beverage in Florida. You just can't have a 40-ounce <laughs> uh, malt liquor beverage in Florida. And you can't have uh, magnums of champagne, which is you know crazy. You can have champagne, but you can't have a big bottle of champagne. You can have several bottles of champagne, but not a big bottle. Well, I, I'm glad to hear that you might actually walk away from this one because it, I, uh, I, I wasn't really able to understand why anybody would want to do activism that is of a civil disobedience nature the day they were planning on leaving Florida when they could very well arrest you and uh, you know keep you in their system for a while. I wasn't able to understand why anyone would want to drink malt liquor. Well, part, part of the presentation is, and that's why I'm giving it away, I guess, uh, part of the presentation is going to be... Uh, how that they should they shouldn't intervene in this, and I don't want them to intervene. And the whole idea is that they should stop intervening all the time when people break stupid laws. Great, cool. Well, let us know how it goes, and congratulations on uh, in advance on making it back to New Hampshire. And thanks for the call tonight. Eight hundred 
259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Just ludicrous nonsense was going on here in uh, Keene, New Hampshire this morning. We'll tell you about it in a little bit, but your calls come first. You make them. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Dial in via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Curtis. And Mark. Join us online, freetalklive.com. All the features are free. We've got over 500,000 posts on our bulletin board system. Go to bbs.freetalklive.com, and you can get interactive there. bbs.freetalklive.com. Every contest involves rules, and every winner knows the rules and how to use them to their advantage. Jurisdictionary.com explains to you how to use the rules of the United States court system. They'll teach you how to uh, use the forms, get evidence, how to move the court and set hearings, do research, draft pleadings, etc. It's all there. Jurisdictionary.com. It's a great course that the average eighth grader can learn to grasp in 24 hours. I'm taking it, so it can't be that difficult, but uh, it, it sure is informative. Jurisdictionary.com. All right, so we will continue taking your phone calls, and then coming up, we'll tell you about some just ludicrous nonsense that went on at a fully informed jury association outreach today up here in New Hampshire. Just silly. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. But first, Craig in Kentucky is on the lines. Craig, you're on Free Talk Live, the Encartis and Mark. How are you doing, guys? Craig, what's on your mind tonight? You made the comment. Um, you commented about Curtis, and uh, he had a problem, and uh, you were going to contact potential jury members. Wouldn't that be considered uh, coercion? I mean, I, I just wonder about wouldn't about, wouldn't about doing that. what be considered coercion? If you contact the potential jury members, no coercion is is violence. The no, threat no, of it's violence. It, no, it's not. It, it could be trickery or lies. What? Well, it, no. Why would that? But what? Okay. Well, well, no. no first off, what do you I'm, mean by communicating with the jurors? Wouldn't that contaminate a jury pool? If you if you if you talk to potential jurors, wouldn't that contaminate a jury pool? When you say you, are you not, talking about me specifically? No, no, I'm not talking about you specifically. Because if I or my or my lawyers talk to any potential jurors, that would be contaminating the jury pool. But unless I guess the trick is to have enough people on your side that they really can't, um, you know, say anything. About well, it. First, exactly. You know, I was going to comment on that. That was my that was where I was going with this. My point is. They've turned the jury system, and I, and I, Curtis is a good guy, and, and I mean, I, this is not anything negative about him, but they've turned the jury system in into a um, into a system that, it, that they use uh, uh, if uh, if you like somebody. Um, it, um, that, that's what they try to do. It, it, it's a popularity contest. Yep. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> so I, I'd but, agree with that. Now, the definition of coercion is uh, the use of force or intimidation to ob- obtain compliance Secondary definition, force or the power to use force in gaining compliance as by government or police force. So at least in the, uh, the, the, main, the, the main definition of the word, there is no, nothing else besides force and violence as, uh, as the term. So you're, you, when, you said that, when you said coercion, you mean fraud somehow? No, no, I mean coercion. There's another, if you use coercion, that can also, that can also mean to use trickery or lies. Hmm. Well, it's probably a legal definition. Yeah, this is this is not a definition that I'm aware of. But where would the trickery or lies be anyway in well, reaching no, out to? No, fo- I'm, 
where, where would the lies and the trickery be in reaching out to potential jurors? Well, that 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 sways that could sway an opinion. And, and but there's no lying. That, there's no trickery no. going on. The fully informed well, jury. The government would say that telling jurors that they don't have to follow the letter of the law in making their decision is a lie. I agree. I agree 100 percent. But what I'm saying, if you look at it on the other hand, what if when they look at the, the jury pool, what if they contaminate the jury pool? What if lies are spread before a trial? You know, that's all I'm saying. That, that you, when you say they, you mean the government people? That it could be the government. It could be anybody. I mean, well, our the, system, our jury. But the lies our spread system, during the trial. Right. The government does the, do that, and they do it through the media. Absolutely. Well, the, the judicial system was not meant to, to, to work that way, was right. it? Well, <laughs> I'm okay. That's how it's that's how it's operating. Well, there's there's no there's no uh, prohibition against lying to people first and foremost. But secondly, the uh, the fully informed jury association outreach is not a lie. It's not a it's not trickery. I don't know if that's what you're suggesting. I don't think it no, was. No, uh, I'm but, not suggesting that. I'm just I'm just looking at it uh, open. I want to keep an uh, keep an open mind about it and be objective about it. You know, I, okay. I look at both sides. Well, the, the, when you're doing fully informed jury outreach. It's, it should not be your stated intention to reach jurors. The purpose for me when I'm there is to reach everybody that's walking into the courthouse. I just happen to schedule it at a time at which they're having jury selection. So when I'm there doing fully informed jury outreach, it's because they are selecting a jury at that point in time. And I will uh, focus my activism and my outreach efforts on that short 45-minute window where the jurors are supposed to show up. So this morning they were supposed to show up between 8 and 8.30. We showed up at 7.50. We ended it at 8.40. That way we get everybody before they go in and everybody who's you know straggling running a little bit late. Uh, and we, we reach out to them. And, and we hand the uh, fully informed jury outreach information to everybody that's walking up. We don't ask anybody, are you a juror or are you a potential juror? We just ask something to the effect of, you know, good morning, would you like some free information on your rights as a juror? And most people will take it. But they don't have to be a juror in order to take that. That's a question that anybody can say yes to. And anybody can say yes and, and get a and get a copy of the flyer. So there's no way that, that I don't think at least, certainly they never tried this with us, there's no way that we, be, we could be accused of jury tampering because A, the jury hasn't even been selected yet at that point. B, we're not targeting uh, potential jurors specifically. We're targeting everyone walking into the public court building, including the, the court bureaucrats. Uh, we'll target everybody that walks in. So certainly there's no coercion. Certainly there's no lying. There's no trickery. And there's no jury tampering. So I hope that clears it up for you. Well, that that clears it up for me, and I didn't I didn't mean to suggest that, but I'm I'm just saying that that that's um, our system. Our system wasn't set up, wasn't set up to to work that to work that way, and that's all I'm. Which saying. way? Uh, Which way are you referring to? To work either either side, either side, whether it's the prosecution or the defense should not have any access to any potential jurors. Well, I agree, I agree that what um with what sort of what you're saying in theory in a vacuum, but the problem is is that the judicial system which was set, you know, is evolved over a thousand years decided a couple of few decades ago that we're not going to allow this we're going we're going to decrease the allowance of this to occur, which is jury nullification. So they've 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 sort of stopped talking about it. They they don't they don't tell jurors of their thousand-year-old right. Well, wasn't it to, at one time, judge the law itself. It was, as I understand it, at one time, a long time ago, over 100 years ago, that it, at one time it was standard procedure for the judge to inform jurors of the right to nullify. Sure, and they so, don't want that anymore. Right, but if they were still doing it's a government that, by the lawyers for the lawyers. If they were still doing that, though, we wouldn't have to do jury, so, uh, jury uh, outreach like that. So. I, I agree, and that's just, you know, if somebody is, is popular, 
then it go, it's to their advantage, and if they're unpopular, then it's to their disadvantage. And that's the only. What is point to their dis- What to is make. you're saying? Their unpopularity is to their disadvantage. Absolutely. If if you okay, have sure. somebody that's, pardon me. I said okay, sure. I agree with that's a very general statement, and you're correct. Okay, that's 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 what I was wanting to talk All about. Right, man. Listen, well, thanks uh, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. you at 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Michael in South Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Michael. Hey, how's it going? What's on your mind tonight? Yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, immigration. And um, I think that we agree on eliminating the state, but that y'all take kind of a left libertarian a position I don't even know what that means. I'm a uh, voluntarist, and I I I, I, yeah. I find it a little insulting that some libertarians have decided to uh, to bring the right left paradigm back into the liberty movement after we've I think in general moved away from the idea of right and left. But we can talk about it if but you I want. I know what it means when he says it. I have no idea what it really means. Hang on, uh, we'll come back here in a moment. You can explain where you were going with that. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Uh, If you believe in liberty, you believe in liberty, period. There's no left or right to it. You can uh, take control of the airwaves, bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. the SACL-CAI toll-free line, and tonight it's Ian and Curtis and Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those. Again, freetalklive.com features including our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who have taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing they are indeed listeners of this program, are listed there on the Shrine of Female Listeners. You can become a Shriner if you're a lady listener. The details are at shrine.freetalklive.com. Our newest Shriner is Catherine Bleich. Uh, that's shrine.freetalklive.com. You know, some people can uh, really control their eating habits and their diet. You know, they, they see they're gaining a couple of pounds. They just stop eating until they're back down to the weight that they want to be. I am not one of those people. If I skip a meal, I'm extraordinarily angry and upset. I swear it's a blood sugar problem. My wife says I'm just cranky. Hmm. However, I have found something that works for me, and it's called Luma Thin Plus, and you can get it at LumaThinPlus.com. It is priced so that you can uh, spend less than a dollar a day to lose the weight you've been trying to get rid of without having to, you know, work, work out any extra or change your lifestyle in any way. LumaThinPlus.com. It's it's fabulous. Plus, it doesn't make you jittery. LumaThinPlus.com. Now, Michael is with us from South Carolina. Michael, are you still there? I'm here. Okay, now you'd called in tonight and you barely just had a chance to get in the beginning of your call before we had to go to break. So wanted right. to make sure we held you through. We continued the conversation. You, you brought up immigration. You made this statement that Free Talk Live takes uh, a left libertarian position on immigration. And I want to get to right. where you wanted to go with your call, but I just want to know why. why what, what does that mean uh, when you say that, that, uh, that we have a left libertarian position on immigration? Well, I don't know what else to call it um, because if you favor property rights, as I do, I think you would take a different position on immigration. So I don't really know what to call your position. So that's, that's well, kind of our, what I my position is a pro, a pro freedom position. I think people should be able to cross uh, imaginary lines in the sand freely. When I'm talking about imaginary lines, I mean state created this fictional concept of uh, the government created imaginary lines. I don't mean the ones on your property. I think that you should be able to have uh, property yeah, whose rights. Yeah, property are you talking about? 
Well, all right, we agree on getting rid of the state. That's that uh, first of all. Sure. But uh, well, I'm talking about property rights. So, like Who's? under the present regime, like you're advocating basically open borders now under this present regime, and that ignores the property rights of the people who are here. So no, it, no, it doesn't. Well, well, not if, at all. Let, let, let's look at this. Um, I mean, if the guys on the borders, um, you know, if if you say that there's no there's no state, and then the people on the border would essentially be able to decide who gets to walk across their land and who couldn't, right? right. So one of them would say, yeah. "Hmm, there's money to be made. I can charge ten dollars a toll for a guy walking across my land." Do you think one of them would do it? Well, very likely. But okay, there you this- go. Property rights not violated. We win. <laughs> under no, no, you don't, because okay. under the present regime, we're taxed whether we support the government or not, and part of that money goes to build roads and schools and infrastructure. Some of us have families here going back, like my family, to the 1600s. So the Indians still that, hate that, you. That money taken from us over the generations, because you know you can pass on property from one person to another, means that we have um, the people who've been here more of a claim on the land, the roads, and so on. Even if we don't support the system, such as myself, how old are you? Than any than any immigrant possibly could. How old are you? I'm 33. I, I don't see how your ancestors um, paying taxes is, in any way strengthens your claim to being some sort sure. of you know geographical sure. citizen of the location. Yes, it does. Because I, if I buy a piece of land, I can pass that land on to to my son or daughter if I had one, right? And if I'm taxed, even if I don't support the system, I have a stake in the roads, a claim on those roads, right? But you can and object. My- you can object to some things, and the, you said roads twice now, so I can't let you go by again. You you uh, you assent to, to your taxation to pay for roads. It's, it's in the gasoline no, I, tax. You can no, just stop using gasoline. You stop using gasoline. Start driving a car that uses biodiesel or something, and you, and you don't you know make your own biodiesel, and you don't have to pay for the roads. It's it's a user tax, a user that's, fee. That's not practical. You can't live. Uh, people people you can't do it live now. in the modern society. What are you saying? Well, are you saying? Let me see if I'm the understanding heredity, this. The, the heredity argument doesn't stand up because the fact is, I've got ancestors that run back to 1600s. I've got ancestors who are back 10,000 years on this continent. I've got ancestors that were one generation on this continent. So, and and the same is is true with the vast majority of people. If you go back far enough, I mean, the 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 fact is that these uh, you know some of these Mexican people that are crossing the border have ancestors that were on this continent before the lines in the sand. Were drawn for the American um, Republic. It used to so, be old yeah. Mexico. Therefore, well, they have a better claim on the continent than yours do. I mean, this is—it's a specious no, argument. All. Not at all, because my money has been taken from me. I, even if you don't agree with the hereditary argument, which I do, but my money has been taken from me by this government, not by the Mexico's government, and paid for these roads. You're getting—you're getting trapped. You're getting trapped in the, in the whole little funnel of. You know, okay, so I've got this vested interest in the government, so now I got to keep this government going because now this government no, owes me something. I don't want to keep it going. I want to eliminate it. But until we do eliminate it, <laughs> you want to get what, what you feel you've paid for. I'm until sorry, we do eliminate it, then what? What were you going to say? Until we do eliminate it, my property rights should be respected. Who's disrespecting your property rights? The government. The, federal the government, government stole your money, fair and square, dude. You don't have it anymore. You don't have any control over it on what they spent it on, and it's you, you might as well just write it off. Well, I still don't understand what your complaint is here. They, He's they saying that it's money. our government, our land, and we have had it stolen from us, so therefore those people can't come in because they haven't had the same is, government steal the same money from them for the same crap. But what does that have to do with your property rights not being respected? That's, it's we because own 
America, because dude. Because I have a claim on the roads and and every all the other infrastructure. Oh, 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 oh. so you're saying that? Okay, so you're saying that you believe that you own a piece of the road, and so therefore, because you own a piece of the road, that you should be able to keep somebody from another plot of land off of that road who wants to come here. Until we get rid of this present system, I, I think that's the best solution. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have paid a bunch of money into this system, too. If we're going to go down your little road, then uh, I'd like to say that I've paid a bunch of money into this system, too, and I want to use my piece of road to allow people to come here. Okay, but I don't. So you see the problem. But why don't you take your piece of road and pick it up and move it onto your property? Well, I can't do that. The difference is because it's not yours, dude, and you don't have a stake in it. That's the the point I'm trying to make. The the difference here, Michael, is not yours. you want to use force on people to stop them from using your road. Well, Which know, isn't really your road anyway. Yep. Look, sorry. why are why are you buying into this collectivist uh, public property concept? The idea that you have any uh, any say in go this, paint your road green. The ga- the, do anything with it. If it's really your road, do something with it. The gang's property. How can you call yourself a liberty minded person and at the same time Absolutely. advocate force uh, using force on peaceful people who just want to travel? It's, it's not about travel. People, Have you ever read Dr. Hans Hoppe's book, uh, Democracy? The I have not, but it is about travel. It's about people coming here from another place and wanting to make a better li- uh, life for themselves. People come on those oh, roads yeah. all the time yeah. without having paid uh, the same income taxes you have. They, what the heck does it matter? Like Curtis said, they're going to the gas station. They're filling up their gas tank. That's paying for those roads. I mean, the point you're making is, is uh, you know, it's not even existent. I, I totally disagree with you. I mean, well, I have a okay. stake in the system, even if I don't support the system. Look, you've and, got some ancestors that came here in 1600, and you've got some ancestors that came here in 1900. Are you no, telling me that the people... What's that? No, I don't. You're claiming that all of your ancestors have been here since 1600? Since the 16 and 1700s. Woo, yes. That's a strong claim. I don't believe you for a second. Um, it's, well, just, it's just names I mean, written down on pieces of paper. Family. It's just names written down on pieces of paper, man. People jump the fence all the time. But whatever. Um, so are you telling me that the people that came here in the 1900s, back when they really didn't check immigration at all, they didn't have the right to use those roads, but since their um, ancestors have been here 100 years, it's fine with you that they do? No. Back in the day, the roads were either private or they were on I'm not in the land. 1900s they weren't there weren't very many or, private roads at all or they were on unused lands the roads back then were the no we're talking about 1900s man in the 1900s certainly they were mostly they, run by government yeah okay, mostly I, government I, I roads I misunderstood you I thought you said the 19th century I don't have any ancestors who came here in the 1900s I'm sorry I mean my family's been here a long time and so then you I support the have, police state right I mean you support creating uh no, you know checkpoints I want to get rid of the, the I want to get rid of the. the you don't want it. You don't really want. How are you going to keep them off your property once the government's gone? Well, look, I do believe that there are the communities and uh, cultures of people and uh, private uh, property owners can keep whoever they want off their land. You do realize once the state's gone, your little definition of what is yours is going to shrink, just out of you know reality, right? But still, like-minded groups of people come together. They form communities. All right. So I want to know what you want to do. I mean, if you think that you can keep people out, how? What's your vision, uh, Mr. Immigration Controller, so-called liberty-minded person? We'll uh, find out here in a moment. It's Free Talk Live. Hey, America! How do you use WebEx? We use WebEx for our fantasy baseball draft. I use WebEx to record meetings, so anyone who misses it can see it, hear it, and get up to speed quickly. My son came home from school sick yesterday. Thanks to WebEx, I didn't miss the client meeting. 
I saw everything right on my cell phone. Got an idea? Start a WebEx. Connect online and share what's on your computer screen with others, cross town or cross country. Share presentations, conduct training sessions. You can even pass the ball and let others take control. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code free trial to get a free trial and a free VoIP headset. Remember that code free trial. WebEx from Cisco. WebEx.com. Free headsets available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. Go to WebEx.com and click the radio graphic and enter promo code free trial. Free Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in, bring up anything, toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, uh, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those. Again, freetalklive.com. If you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You just enter Amazon through that link. And Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. Start your shopping at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Shop in dozens of categories. You can even buy used items. And feel good because the stuff that you're going to get will uh, benefit Free Talk Live. All right. We go back to Michael in South Carolina. I'm just trying to get a, a handle on exactly what it is that, uh, that, that, that you're saying here tonight, Michael. And just you know, correct me if I'm wrong on anything here. Are you still with us? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. All right, so you you called in to talk about immigration. You claim to be a liberty-oriented person. You say you don't even want the government. However, you believe that while the government still exists, it should be enforcing uh, border rules. Is that right so far? I believe it should be enforcing property rights while it exists. Well, no, okay, right. Now, now that's kind of a cover for saying border rules, because when you say property rights, what you mean is that you believe you own a piece of the public property, the roads and such, and so therefore you believe they, that they should enforce what you believe should be done with the roads, which is keep people from other countries off of them unless they've asked for the government's permission to be on them in the first place. Well, I don't really care if they've asked permission, but, yeah, basically I think that, uh, you know, I, I think that I should be able to determine who my neighbors are if they're going to use my property. So what is it that you propose to uh, enforce your so-called property rights on these roads? Well, basically, the vision that I have of a uh, of a free society would be, I think, quite different from what you have. So it would be like more in line of Dr. What, Dr. Hoppe and other... Uh, I don't know what that is. Anarcho- you just going to have to tell me what your vision is. Well, he proposed... An, uh, a view of the world where there would be uh, organic, relatively homogenous uh, cultures and groups of property owners together in uh, societies. When you, when you say homogenous, what do you mean? I mean people uh, of distinct cultures, unique like cultures like. together. I'm sorry? Like with like. Okay, so, exactly. so you believe do that? Black, do black people and white people date each other there in South Carolina? I, yeah, I knew you would have to, to come up with racism. Is that what you're talking actually, about? I asked sounds, you, I, you said homogenous. That's what it I'm, sounds I'm, like. I'm one, like and like, right? I'm, I'm wanting to figure out, I'm defining what this homogeny means. I think race can be a component, but your, your economic situation is going to be a component. Your um, Culture. Yeah, your, your, Rich people and poor people aren't allowed to marry each other? 
He didn't say anything about, about who was allowed to mate or marry or anything about, like that. He was just talking about people voluntarily coalescing into communities. Okay, so people are going to come like, telling you that is normal communities. It, it is not. I mean, look at this community of 25,000 in Keene. There's rich people. There's poor people. There's black people. There's white people. There's people of all different not ethnicities. Not black people here. But <laughs> there, are, there are a few. <laughs> okay, well, where I, I I'm like from, there's, there there's, there's developments made, especially for people right. of a certain socioeconomic group, and they put up their walls, and there's, I mean, they self-segregate. It, okay. Okay. So, uh, c- continue. You, you say you want homogenous uh, people from different cultures coming together. Okay. Right, and those property rights should be respected, the same as if uh, one property owner would probably get together with other property owners who have a like mind, a similar culture, and uh, they would be able to enforce uh, their property rights together. It's the same as if they would be able to do them uh, by themselves. And that's kind of the world I envision. It would be a free market. It okay, would be so that's very, not very what I asked you. What I want to know is uh, you said today that yes. you believe that right now the government uh, is doing the things that it's doing. And so well, while the government exists, you believe certain things should happen. What What would you like to see happen in the next year? Because it's not very likely that there will be no federal government within that time frame. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate that we can't get rid of it tomorrow. Yeah, okay. So what would you like to see happen? Well, basically, I would like to see no immigration. Meaning, you, you don't think s- that's going to happen? You want right? to somehow stop immigration? Completely. And how do you plan on doing that? Legal and illegal. How do you how do you plan if, stop yes, legal? That's what he means. How, how do you plan on doing that one, Mister Liberty Minded Person? Well, it, I, the same way that a private property owner would be able to enforce the property rights on his sounds own. sounds like violence. Is that what you're land? saying? It's you're not you're not way. proposing to put up like uh, you know controls physical controls to keep people out of my country, are you? Because I want them here. Well, yeah, that's fine on your land. Yeah, if you want people mark. there, that's fine. However, let's get back to what your land is, though, because in your mind, I got this feeling that your definition of quote unquote my land is this nebulous cloud that expands and contracts depending on what you're talking about. Here you're talking about keeping people out of the entire nation, so you're, you're making some sort of claim to I don't know how many billions of square acres of land there. Um, but at other times, you're talking about your neighborhood in South Carolina. I mean, where, where do you draw the line at? Okay, I've I've paid into this tyrannical system, so I've got some sort of stake in it. I mean, can right. you really sit there in South Carolina and say I want to close all the borders of the United States where people in Maine may love Canadians coming yeah, across well, the border well, to do work that's, for them? That's a good point. Okay, well, yeah, I was going to say, a similar line of questioning, what kind of stake do you have in the roads in New Hampshire, the political designation known as New Hampshire? Very little. Very, very little. little. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, so what if I, I was say, to move down there from... What if I was I to move down there from New Hampshire now and, and not have paid into the system down there in the South Carolina area? Would you be opposed to me uh, moving into your area because I hadn't had some sort of stake in the system in that area? Well... In the ideal world, and it's hard for me to answer about in this present system, but in the ideal world, I would say that the property owners in this area would probably want to meet with you and uh, decide if we wanted to to allow you in. I think that's pretty tyrannical because we've we've got this sort of system. I understand where property owners get to choose that thing now. It's it's one person, one property. You know, If they want to rent their property out to me, they don't have to ask their neighbors to approve that. And I think having to ask your neighbors like, okay. Sounds bureaucratic to me. It sounds worse than bureaucratic in my opinion. Yeah, I can tell you my neighbors have crappy opinions on property rights. It sounds to me... Sounds like a horrible homeowners association. What I'm hearing from you, Michael, (laughs) is... not liberty. Yeah, I'm not hearing anything liberty-oriented from 
you. And what I am hearing from you is that uh, you don't like the government. But the reason you don't like the government is because they aren't enforcing uh, rules hard enough. You want harder and firmer uh, rules to prevent people from coming into an area. If Curtis wanted to come down there into South Carolina from New Hampshire, uh, wouldn't he be considered an immigrant, basically? Would you want to also stop yes. just people in general from coming into South Carolina? He would be considered an immigrant. And, and it, if you had a world based on property rights, and I'm not talking about totalitarianism, I'm talking about libertarianism, about free markets and property rights. If you had such a world, certain groups of people would discriminate against other groups it's of true. people. It's true. There would be people like you who would want to set up uh, areas where they are in total control. Association. Right, where they are at like a little neighborhood Nazi, uh, Nazi area, or in this case, all of South Carolina, and put up walls. But once, and once, stop once those people, people found out uh, very quickly that they had a very difficult time doing business with other people because you, it's hard to do business with somebody who can't travel on your land. I mean, if I say, nope, you can't have the guy come on your land to fix your plumbing. I don't like him. He's fat in his butt shows. Um, you know, whatever. It Once you find out that people can't do business that way, then they're going to want out of that uh, little totalitarian uh, home. Homeowners Association. Boy, thank, Quick like. Thank, Lickety split. Thank goodness companies like Walmart and gas stations and McDonald's and all these various different uh, businesses out there don't uh, make sure that to, to check people out before they come in to buy things from them. They're not uh, checking passes at the the front driveway to the uh, the McDonald's to make sure that you're legitimate in order to buy a hamburger for them to make, make sure you have a claim uh, on the system. Totally the wrong idea about this. Totally the wrong idea. If I think you've got totally be, the wrong idea, and that be, is to, to be a control freak over whether or not people can travel. And I agree with Mark that's going to destroy whatever the economy is wherever you are trying to no, keep people all, out. Not at all. Not at all. It would be voluntary ba- voluntarily based. And if you didn't want to be part of such a, you know, a, a, of a culture or an area, you could sell your property, you could leave, Get or out. you could just, yeah. you don't you could just leave. Secede, you could just secede your property from such a such a culture. Okay, right? if you could secede your property, what I'm telling you is that everybody would do it at some point. Because I don't think w- so. once one of my neighbors said I couldn't have a friend come over because he's, you know, some other ethnicity or from too far away or whatever, then I'm going to say he can't have uh, the Avon lady to, to, um, to come to his house or whatever it is that he wants. And this, this is going to fall apart in a week. You know what I would like to suggest to you, uh, Michael, is that you release... From your mind, from your mindset, the desire to control others. The belief that you still own country. I think that what you have is a desire to create an artificial society. And you, I don't even know you what don't that like means. an organic society. I think what I we have now is an artificial society. I have a desire no, for no, freedom. I think everyone in this room is, is pro-organic, voluntary society. We just have a different idea like. of what... Or- I'm amazed at, at your opinions on how you can control other people's property rights. So, I mean, I'm sitting here as dumbfounded as you are. Um, I don't want to control other people's everything property else, rights. Except for that statement right there. Everything else out your mouth says otherwise. You you no, want you no, and your I neighbors don't. to get just, together and be able to say who can and can come out in the community. And that's fine. If y'all want to build a walled-off community and try to, you know, and, and keep people out, you should be free to do that. Just don't, don't build it around me. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And I tell you, this issue of immigration is the most heated, controversial. I think it's probably the most controversial issue in uh, the country right now. And fact is, we're on the minority side of this, uh, believing in true freedom, the ability to travel as long as you aren't harming somebody else on property where you're allowed to travel because road owners would want you to travel on their roads. You can see their advertisements, stuff like that. How long can you hold your breath? 
not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. This is Free Talk Live, and we are launching into the third hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free, 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. We've got a lot of features there, uh, listening options, including uh, live streams. So we've got broadband and dial-up versions, plus our webcam brought to you by MemoryDealers.com. Listen lines, which allow you to dial in from... Pretty much anywhere, there's a phone. Uh, anywhere you can dial long distance, you can call the listen lines and listen around the clock. So go and get all of our listening options at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GBIX, ZenPaks, and X2s. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Syscom, 3, Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP at up to 99% off of list price. Memory dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. They're your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. MemoryDealers.com. All right, we continue taking your phone calls. Uh, coming up, a ludicrous story about a police encounter. We'll share that with you here in a moment. But first, Kyle is in Pennsylvania, and Kyle, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Curtis, and Mark. Kyle, in Pennsylvania, going once. Yeah. You're on the air. What's on your well, mind tonight? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, talk about my experience in the traffic court today. Your experience in traffic court? Yeah. All right, go for it. I had a, a, a simple parking ticket, $35 fine, and I figured, man, uh, here's a chance, you know, just working against the system, why just pay for it? So I decided to go the, the Mark Stevens route. Okay, um, to ask a bunch of uh, questions or ask some questions of the robed people in the court, the robed man in the court, and try to box him into a corner that uh, will be very uncomfortable for him. Yes, yes. Um, so, you know, I, I start off, you know, before it, it officially kicks off, I ask him, do I have a a right to a fair trial? You know, of course, he says yes. Mm-hmm. And then, then I ask him, is a fair trial possible if there's a conflict of interest? And then, of course, you would assume that he would say yes. But he would say no. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, no, no. I'm sorry. But uh, unexpectedly, he uh, he kind of wavered for a second and was like, well. It's possible to have a fair result, even though there is a conflict of interest. Wouldn't you agree? This is what, no. he, this is what he said to me. 
I, it's it's possible that if you flip a coin, that it'll land on its edge too. Exactly, exactly. So he basically saying, well, even if we could come to a determination that there was a conflict of interest, wouldn't you agree with me that a a fair outcome still uh, could come to pass? I said, yes, but that that had no. I don't. I don't think that that was not a responsive answer to your question. Yes, yes. I finally kind of got him to come around to the fact that. He admitted to himself, well, if there is a conflict of interest, uh, a judge would have to recuse himself, and possibly uh, um, this could proceed with another judge at another time. You know, and something... I, I know it's you, you got to think on your your feet when you're in court. And it's it's not the easiest thing, and I'm not trying to uh, you know uh, say that you did a bad job or anything. But in thinking about what you you said, actually, it is not possible to get a fair result with a conflict of interest. The result might be the same if the, yes. there's only two choices between like guilty and not guilty. The result and, might be the same if it was a um, unfair trial, but it still would not be a fair result. Yes, and I did I, I did actually go on to. Um, Paraphrasing what you said, I, I did Great. basically tell him that, and he kind of nodded his head, and he's like, "Well, well, what is the point of this anyway? We we shall proceed." And, and I <laughs> I said to him, "Well, who do you represent? You know the, the so-called knockout question." Mm-hmm. And I I was looking for uh, one of three things. You know, I represent the state, or no one, or myself. You know, I could you know branch off from any of those answers, and he said that he represented. No one. So I'm like, all right, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, so I, I, I kind of, I kind of uh, said, well, what did you do? Just put on a robe this morning and walk up here. How'd you get up there? And and he 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 didn't like that too much. He yeah. kind of said, well, yeah, of course he wouldn't. He kind of said, well, 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 no, I I have the authority to to you know um, judge over these matters. But I am representing no one, and it it took almost twenty minutes um, before we even started because I I was trying to get him to admit that he he is um, somehow related to this person who is bringing action against me. I I then said, "Well, aren't you aren't you a uh, aren't you here representing the government, the state?" Um, I probably shouldn't have came out and said that. I was trying to get him to admit that himself. He said, "No, I, I represent the people." <laughs> Therefore, that's what the, the guy at the state says. It's the people's attorney. <laughs> yes, yes. So I say, okay. You rep- he said he represented the the people because the citizens voted him in. Now this next part, I don't know if this is too much to be too far to be going, but uh, what, what I what I said to him and uh, thank. Thank God he didn't hold me in contempt or anything. But uh, I said, well, if, if so-called citizens voted you in, um, there there are no citizens. There is no United States. I can prove that. And as soon as I said that, he, he said, we're, we're going to begin here. He, I, I, can, can I get a chance to even prove my statement? And he just, you know. I'm uh, surprised you made it 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, well, I w- it, was, it was a little... More, he was like, "Well, obviously, you don't care about the Constitution, and this is all your opinion." But, and and we were going back and forth for a little bit. He, and yes, he, he actually let me go on a little bit longer than I thought he would. Did you? Uh, did you was, get any audio of this? Did you record this? No, I know. I sh- I should have. I, I wanted to, but uh, I, I I did not. Um, was I, there anybody else there who could help you with something like that, or were you all alone? 
Um, I, I had a chance for my, uh, for my wife to be there, but this was really my first time doing anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of worried that, you know, if her being there, I'd probably be even more nervous. So I just, I just wanted to, to do it on my own. You it's know, a pretty ballsy time. move uh, going into a courtroom without anybody there and taking a Mark Stevens approach of asking yeah. uh, some difficult questions of uh, of the judge, the robed man. Uh, very, very, very ballsy. It could have ended, like you said, it could have ended up with you in uh, contempt and, and then no one would have even known what had happened to you. I, uh, well, I always I, get a little uh, little nervous when people are, are talking about stories like this because I it's better to have people first. backing you up. And if you don't have that, uh, it's one of the, it's another extra reason to go to freestateproject.org and get signed up, get up here to New Hampshire. We can actually have people uh, accompany you to court and support you in, in you know various ways. I, I was uh, I was nervous at first, but uh, you know, go, going into it more, I I kind of calmed down, and eventually I I got him to admit that he he gets paid by the government, and then I asked him, well, this this parking attendant or whatever, uh, don't aren't don't they get paid by the same people that pay you? And he said, no, <laughs> they get paid by the parking authority. That's <laughs> a, a different entity, bureaucracy <laughs> and, and everything. And I said, well, well, who gives? He said this is an administrative um, um, uh, entity. Or what, I'm curious. What were there you. people in court at the time you were doing this? It was the judge, myself, and uh, the so-called parking attendant. Man. Yes, that's, that's a bummer. Uh, so nobody even got to see you ask the questions. It basically happened in a vacuum. The only people that know about this I, are our listeners now from what you're telling us. us. Yes. Um, and I, he, uh, I, I then uh, basically got him to finally admit that through a way of some channels like, well, the, who gives uh, this parking authority their authority? And he admitted himself it was the government. So I said, uh well, your so-called honor, you were a party to the action against me. So-called? admitted that the so yeah, you, you didn't say so-called honored, did you? Oh, yes, I did. I my did. He's God. honorable. You are lucky to be free today. <laughs> I, I, know, I, I told my wife all this after a court. She's like, I can't believe you're not in jail right now. But I, I think I'm not only because maybe he just totally doesn't get it. Well, at, at first he didn't. Once I... I don't know why you aren't in jail. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I just avoid saying things like "your honor" at all. I, I just don't even yeah. use that uh, those terms. But I'm glad you're all right. Are you uh, are you planning on making a move to New Hampshire someday? I, I, I if I can convince my lovely wife, we're uh, actually you know kind of butting heads right there right now. Yeah, I can only imagine. I, hey, thanks for the call. There's no Mr. better place for a Liberty family than New absolutely Hampshire. bring them together. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can bring up what you want. Speaking of the court, got a ludicrous story to share coming up. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kid Essentials, the nutritionally complete drink with 25 essential vitamins and minerals and probiotics to help support your child's healthy growth. Visit us at kidessentials.com. Calling certain foods bad or good doesn't go very far in helping kids understand about balanced diets. Discuss the powers of foods. Carrots are good for your eyes. Fish keeps your heart strong. And how they work together to help kids grow, and they'll remember it even better. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All of the features are free, including our news updates. You get signed up. 
We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. You'll know at first whether you're getting our emailed updates or you're following our Twitter or you're a member of our Facebook page. You can do all three if you want. It's all free. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up. That's news.freetalklive.com. Government school is necessary to prepare young people for citizenship. After all, where else could a curious and creative individual learn how to be a meaningless part of a large and uniform group of dependent followers who are constantly being watched, managed, and told what to do? School Sucks Podcast is about the end of government-controlled education. Visit their new website, schoolsucksproject.com, make a profile, join the forums, and help the ideas spread. That's schoolsucksproject.com as we continue taking your phone calls about what you want to Amir, listening in Connecticut. Amir, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Curtis and Mark. Yes, Ian and Mark, how are you guys doing? Curtis is here too. What's on your mind, Amir? Yes, I, I'm, I'm, I've been, I've been uh, listening to the show for about two and three, two, 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 two to three years now. And uh, just tonight, I decided to call because I got a really frustrating email from one of my professors who's been, for the past two and three years, he's, I mean, she's been, she's been just, you know, attacking my, my, my Arab origin. Uh, you know, in, in class, outside of class, in front of, you know, random people, in front of, in front of classmates. But let me read you the email. Um, this email I got from her, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a senior computer science student in New Haven, Connecticut, just to let you know. Got it. The email says, Amir, with each succeeding year, you fall farther and farther behind your age mates. When you were in high school, uh, you were on top. On top. Now, um, now you are on the bottom. I suspect that you are addicted to something. But I do not know whether it's games, drugs, or terrorism. <laughs> what? Wow. Yes, yes. Listen, I do know that you are living in an internal world that has little or, or no connection to the world the rest of us live in. Okay? How does she, she know and... that about you? No, she doesn't. I, I play music all over the, the city. I, I'm, I'm a very social person. I, I'm a very well-educated person. I mean, I'm, I'm a senior. I'm due to graduation in a, in a, in, in a month, in one month. And she, I mean... So are your grades some, dropping? Well, kind of. I've been struggling, you know, in the life and, and academically all over. But I'm graduating in a, in a month. I only have two courses that I'm doing over the summer and, and a few, um, uh, uh, you know, C program codes that I got to turn into her. Okay. And she Continue goes on. on. In the e- yeah, she goes on in the email about, you know, you're going to receive an F or a D if you don't bring that in, bring that, uh, you know, submit this program, that program. Um, uh, she ends her email with, for both of the above courses, I will not accept the work uh, in piles. I need to get it by the, uh, by the deadline. And she said, it is time to work or leave. I mean, leave to where exactly? Leave the university? Leave the country? Leave, leave what? Well, I, what would happen if you didn't university. graduate? Would you have to leave the country? No, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm an, I'm an American citizen. I mean, I, she, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just frustrated, you know. Hmm. What's the, the rest of it since I, since I saw this email, I'm just really burning on the inside. Have you, have you thought about taking the email to the, um, the I, I can't think of the word. The but, dean know, or whatever? Yeah, the people yeah, in charge for like, the, saying I've you're being harassed. I, I've talked to the president of the International Student Association, even though I'm not, I'm not technically, I mean, an international, but that's, that's I guess, the, the, the person I was going to talk to. So I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what to think of this email. I'm not is, really have sure. you finished the email, or is there more? Uh, no, that's about it, really. Okay, I mean, so I she mean, actually comes it. out and says that she believes your your grades are dropping because you're too busy doing terrorism. 
something like that. Or yeah. Games. yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced well, she, she other? Wanted, uh, her point. Her point is, is is that you know you're busy with something and you're just locked up in a you know a a basement somewhere and that's your life. You're you're, you're doing terrorism. How that's is that any business of hers? Huh? How is it any business of hers? I have how, no idea. How many? I mean, at least two thirds of all students who go to college end up getting preoccupied with something and leaving. So how is that really any business of hers? Maybe she she no can pawn idea. it off as she no cares idea. about her students, uh, so she needs to know these things. But uh, what other I, what other things has she said that incline you to believe that uh, that make you want to believe that she is a racist? Uh, I mean, has she actually said something in person, or is this terrorism quip? Uh, no, no. This is this is the first incident where I got something from her in writing and and in, in my email. But over the past three years, I've been. I mean, she's she's the dean. She's the chairman of of. of computer science who's supposed to grade my work and supposed to sign my graduation papers. I've been living with this for the past three years in class, outside of class, but this is the first time that I got something in writing. Right, right, I don't mean I in writing. I mean, what other, what other things has she said to you? Because, I mean, it could just be a bad attempt at a joke. Uh, I mean, are there other things she said that make you believe she's somehow uh, a racist or in any way, in any way you know, this oh, is all not... The, all the time. I'll, all the time. I would not, like, I would, I would love to bring something, you know, from the top of my head that would, that would really show how racist and how anti, I would say anti-Arab she is, because... You know, uh, just a month ago, that's what I can recall right now. Just a month ago, I was approaching her in the hallway of the engineering building. She was talking to one of my classmates and, uh, that I was taking a class with. And in some way, the, the conversation turns from between the three of us, uh, me, her, and my other uh, classmate, the conversation just turns from, you know, programming methods and all of that into, I don't know, a point where she says, you know, uh, men in Saudi, she was looking at me, men in Saudi Arabia, they love to get their women to be submissive or something like that. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a lot of incidents. It's not just me. It's other people, Indians, Arabs, all of that. And we just talk about it. I mean, when mm-hmm. I, I talked to one of my Indian friends, and the president of the ISA was next to him, and he was like, take a look at this, because he had another case also. It seems to me that uh, this woman is in a real bad field if she doesn't like people from uh, from the Middle East, <laughs> because I, I imagine I, a lot I understand. of people... <laughs> I, I know, I know. Just, I'd, I'd imagine a lot of people it. in programming are. I want to know what you guys the... think about it. Well, here's my advice, Samir. Um, my fr- yeah. my um, first off, you probably did the right thing talking to the international uh, student liaison guy, and hopefully he doesn't yeah. go and uh, say anything to her and really put a crimp in your style. But uh, you know, and I hope that he gave you some good information. There's another organization called. Uh, fire. Uh, it's called. It's at thefire.org. T h e f i r e dot org. It is a, okay. a, a student freedom organization, and um, they may be able to help you to some extent. But I would say that the, the biggest thing you can do is to uh, try to get your stuff turned in, your your assignments turned in, the programs you have yeah. to turn in, turn <laughs> yeah, them I'm in, those, yeah. make them uh, stellar as best you can, so that you can get whatever grade you need to get to get out. Get the hell because out, it yeah. doesn't matter whether you get a, a one point five grade point average or a three point five grade point average as long as you're out you're out and you've yep. got the the sheepskin and you're gone and this lady is out of your life but if she okay. gives you any kind of trouble then you've already documented it with the international school liaison fella and um if you you know hopefully you get some good information from uh, the fire organization there and awesome. then you can do something if she doesn't give you what you consider to be a good and fair grade you can show mm-hmm. that she's uh you know biased towards you and that's really what you that's the best thing you can do at this point what you need to do is put this lady as far behind you as quickly as possible i think that's good advice Alrighty. 
Amir, good <laughs> luck right, out right. there, man. Thank you Thank for the you. call. Thank you. I really love your show. Thanks. I love everything that you guys talk about. The Free State Project. You guys just rock. No, it's, well. it, you're a terrorist, uh, um, Amir, so it doesn't really matter what you think. <laughs> hey, come on up to New Hampshire when you get out of college. Please thanks, do. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. Take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Speaking of New Hampshire, we need to talk about the Porcupine Freedom Festival coming up here in moments. We'll give you the latest on that. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian. And Curtis. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features. We give them to you. They include things like our webcam, which has both the chat room and a webcam on the same page. Go to cam.freetalklive.com. You can pull that up. Curtis is, uh, was showing off his, his brand-new sandwich uh, t- during the break, which I think is actually worthy of talking about here. Uh, you know, we don't normally in talk about... In case we lose him, in case he has a heart attack on air, people will know. New fat food items... Uh, not fat food, fast food items. No, fat food's right. <laughs> but yeah, maybe I do repeat myself. Uh, Curtis, what is it that you are uh, gobbling on there during the break? Um, and no eating on air. <laughs> it, it is uh, KFC's um, Double Down. What is it? What is the Double Down? It's uh, two chicken patties with a uh, special sauce, uh, some sort of cheese, and some bacon. And there's there's no bread. You're just so holding... you've got two patties as basically the bread, and then cheese and bacon in in between. Yeah, who needs special who needs sauce? bread when you're gonna have chicken patties? <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I don't think it really matters. You're probably not gonna live through the experience. Oh, don't be silly. All right, so uh, you can go to cam.freetalklive.com and watch Curtis eat. <laughs> Instead of Ian. Well, <laughs> well Rav- Ravage was trying to eat, too. Uh, you know, the, uh, the, studio the studio cat. cat. Yeah, he was trying to, to help Curtis with yeah. his food. All right, so those are the exciting things. Some of the exciting things you will see on the Free Talk Live studio cam at cam.freetalklive.com. Brought to you by memorydealers.com. There you go. 800-259-9231. Did they know they were going to be paying for that when they did the uh, the sponsorship of the cam? Well, I usually don't talk about what people are going to see on the cam <laughs> yeah. when I sell the sponsorship. Yeah, one day I was sitting in here with my bathrobe on and <laughs> forgotten to turn the cam off the night before. <laughs> you never know. Oh, God. What you'll see. Luckily, it wasn't a terms of service violation. Anyway, we'll continue here, and you can bring up anything. Oh, by the way, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Speaking of Curtis, uh, he is the assistant organizer of the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2010. It's coming up here in about, what, five weeks now, Curtis? Uh, July, or, excuse me, June 24th through the 27th. It's the 17th of May, probably five or six weeks away. About 36 days. Yeah, from the, uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's going to be an amazing event. In fact, you've just launched a brand new website. Yep, you can go check it out at porkfest, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, 2010.com, porkfest, 2010.com. Okay, I thought y'all were going to take over the porkfest.com. It's, it's porkfest uh, that's kind of the plan, but uh, we wanted to get it out there as soon as possible, and porkfest, 2010.com, 
um, was very available. And yeah, and it, won't you, it won't do you know. any good next year either. Well, yeah, there's 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 options, you know, but we wanted to get it out there for people to use. Got there's it. some really great features. I'm I'm really happy with the um, the schedule feature. That's something people should go check out. What's that? It's uh, uh if you're familiar with Google Calendar, um, they do your you know they, they you can have your own little schedule there with your Google account, and they do it in kind of a block format, so it's real easy on the eyes. You can you can really you know tell when um when you've got two things scheduled at the same time or something like that. So we used that and uh, imported about four or five different calendars. One for um I, I kind of split it up based on uh, geography. So there's a calendar for the picnic pavilion. A calendar for the TV room, that sort of thing. Mm, okay, all and, right. I'm looking at uh, the schedule uh, page right now, and there's just so much happening at Porcupine uh, Porcupine Freedom Festival 2010. It's going to be a huge year. Last year was well, very well attended. It seems to me like this year should be better uh, because the event, I think, is just it just seems bigger. There there seems to be more going on. Uh, hundreds of people have already registered with the pre-registration period, which is now over. Correct. So you can still get registered. What's the cost now, Curtis? Cost now is twenty five dollars per it. person. It's still the uh, cheapest freedom festival on the planet. That's incredibly uh, affordable. Now there are some bonus things that you can tack on to that. You can go to uh, see Michael Badnarik talk about uh, do a constitution course for eight hours on uh, what, what day is that? Wednesday or uh, Thursday? Thursday? On Thursday, then Friday, uh, Mark Stevens from Adventures in Legal Land, who we were talking about earlier, is actually going to be uh, here to uh, to do a, uh, one of his seminars, which is basically another all day long event. Now both of those events are. It's critical that you get enough people to sign up for them in advance, Curtis. You can't just just have everybody show up at the door and expect Michael Badnarik and Mark Stevens to show up. They need to know in advance that people are going to be there and they need to have people paid in advance for those tickets. So people can do all of that at Porkfest2010.com. They can get signed up. They can get registered. They can... No? No, there's, if you go to Porkfest2010.com, we do have a, a link to the registration, but registration is still through a third party's, uh, um, okay, but it is, you can get there from porkfest2010.com. That's absolutely. what I'm saying. Right. It's, 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 you, you go through a secure shopping cart. When you say third party, you mean it's a secure shopping cart provider kind of thing. No, right? no, they actually have to leave the site and go to another site. It's, it's Eventbrite. But, but what I'm saying is that, that website is a secure shopping cart where you get to select what it is that you want. It goes into the cart. You check out. You're secure. You don't right, have right, any of the, uh, right. the issues. So that's what that's what I meant when I was when I was saying that. So you hired them to do the the checking out for you, basically, exactly. Rather than write your own checkout system and go through all of that bureaucracy, which we hope to do next year. We hope to do it this year, but you know. So there's so much happening. I'm not even going to get into all the details. Everything from, I mean, the Magic the Gathering tournament to uh, the 80s uh, dance party, uh, the Free Talk Live broadcasting live. And it's all at a campground. It's all at Rogers Campground up in Lancaster, New Hampshire. Yeah, we take it over. We own that thing. It's incredibly beautiful, uh, the location. The weather is uh, is always fantastic uh, that time of year here in, uh, in New Hampshire. And so it's going to be a great social event. You'll get to meet up with a lot of the voices that you hear on this show. People calling into this program you've heard people say they're coming to pork fest a lot of people you haven't heard maybe you haven't heard on this show in a number of uh, months if not a you know a couple of years you'll see those people too people like uh, you know dave ridley uh from the ridley report gardner goldsmith who's normally here on monday nights he's going to be there uh, lots of uh, the the liberty oriented people that you're familiar with if you've been listening to the show for a little while are going to be at this event and people you've never met before who are equally as interesting and uh, awesome and amazing personalities and it's going to be a lot of fun plus camping so go to porkfest2010.com p o r c f e s t 2010.com 
and uh, get some details, get set up. I mean, in fact, people are even coming up. They're they're sharing rides to come up. People are are, are splitting campsites. Uh, so uh, you know, there are ways to drive the cost down because you once you pay the twenty five bucks to get in, you still have to camp. That's extra right. uh, on top of that. Of course, you don't have to camp. You could stay at a hotel down the road if you wanted to. Exactly. So it's it's up to you how you play it out. There are different ways to set it up. Go to porkfest2010.com. As we go to your phone calls, Ty is in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ty. Hi, Ian. How are you doing tonight? What's on your mind, Ty? Hey, um, I was just thinking uh, I've downloaded that uh, Market for Liberty audio book again so I can listen to it. We were speaking about it the other night. Yes, sir. Uh, regarding... Uh, uh, arbitration agencies and reputation agencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, as, as I was listening to it today, I, I just was struck with a thought. Uh, we often, uh, folks who advocate liberty in the free market, often talk about how the free market is about self-interest. But I think there's actually a little bit more to it. I think that it's really a mutual benefit situation. You know, a uh, self-interest thing is like, somebody by themselves being completely self-sufficient, whereas a free market requires at least two people, and each mm. person benefits. So I agree. I think, I think we can put more emphasis on the mutuality of the market. I think it depends on who you're talking to. I think that if you're talking to somebody who might identify as a liberal, then uh, putting that emphasis on would probably have better effect than with a so-called conservative, because those people, uh, you know, I think they would resonate better with the "Hey, you're going to benefit" uh, kind of message. That's just kind of a general statement about very, very, you know, glittering generalities about uh, liberals and conservatives. But I think you can tailor that message. That's interesting. I, I I wonder if there's such a thing as a mutualist. There are so many ists these days, you know. There are people that call themselves mutualists. Uh, I've always they've kind of played out as uh, sort of commies, but I don't really know much about mutualism. Curtis, you you know much about that? Kind of. Um, anything I say is going to be wrong, but from what I understand, it's, it's kind of um, a gift economy. Yeah, so the mutualist term that you're thinking of maybe isn't the same as mutually beneficial uh, transactions. Maybe that's what you were you were thinking about. But Ty, if you had more to the discussion, you're welcome to hang on. 800-259-9231. Otherwise, I generally agree uh, that uh, the marketplace is, is, a, is full of win-wins. Uh, because when people are inter- interacting and exchanging, they're trading on a consensual basis. And you wouldn't make the trade if you didn't think you were benefiting from the trade. So uh, it's a win-win. Whereas taxation and government, it's win-lose or lose-lose. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. The remaining moments of the program, enough time for your call. 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Curtis. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show 
and get on more radio stations across the country, bring more Internet listeners on board with the program and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. If that's valuable to you and it's worth 3 bucks a month, you'll also get perks. You'll get access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only podcast, forum, and more. Get all the details. Get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal, and some alternative options at amp.freetalklive.com. We were talking extensively about the Porcupine Freedom Festival a few moments ago. Porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, excuse me, Porkfest2010.com. Either one, you'll be able to get registered for Porkfest. Uh, but one of the things about the Porcupine Freedom Festival is it's uh, it's more than just a weekend. It's officially happening from the 24th through the 27th, but a lot of people are showing up that Monday or Sunday. They're staying all week, and they're doing extra camping and hanging out and having a good time socializing. But that also means that if you come up early, that there's a lot of other things that you'll be able to do beyond just the, the scheduled activities at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Some people will tour around the state. They'll drive to different places, you know, stay a night out in uh, Manchester or Keene or something like that, or, or go out to the, the, the different locations. But one of the things you'll be able to do on the 23rd of June, if you're here in New Hampshire, is you'll be able to go to the federal courthouse in Concord. We talked earlier tonight about how uh, Julian uh, Heiklin is coming here, and he is a fully informed jury association activist that's traveling around, going to different federal courthouses, doing FIJA outreach. You'll be able to join in on that. So if you've never done a fully informed jury outreach, this is going to be a major, I have a feeling it's going to be a major event with a lot of people uh, attending which means that your risk of getting arrested will be, probably be pretty low. Come to New Hampshire on vacation, leave on probation, return on vacation. <laughs> so that's going to be one thing. In fact, we did some fully informed jury outreach this morning here in Keene, uh, where we do this show. The activists came out. Actually, it was a grand jury outreach. We do both the regular pettit juries, the, the, the regular 12 juries that you're, you're more familiar with from the movies and that kind of thing. And then there's the grand jury as well. And so we, we do outreach to both. And so we were doing that uh, that outreach this morning, and while we were doing it, it's the usual. We stand outside the court. We hand out the Fiji flyers to people saying nice things like, you know, would you like some free information on your rights as a juror? And, of course, 90% of the people that walk by us will take the, the flyers. And at one point, this white-haired bailiff, uh, this old lady bailiff, comes out. She's very grumpy. And she starts uh, badgering us to leave, to stop opening the door for people specifically. She wants us to to no longer open the door for people. Because when you're there out front of the courthouse, there are people coming up for jury duty. And a lot of them have stuff in their hands. You know, they've got a, a, a handbag or they've got a cup of coffee or... Some file folders. A folder, yeah, multiple things. Cup of coffee and uh, a notebook or something Cell like that. Cell phone shoved under their uh, shoulder um, and ear, right? They're in a rush. They've just gotten out of their car. They're going to be late. They've got to get into the court as, as quickly as possible. So we're there. We're standing around. Why not open the door for them? Yeah. It's a nice thing to do. So that's what we've done. We've been doing this for months. I mean, the whole Fiji thing, Fully Informed Jury Outreach, has been going on here since August of 2008. So the event itself has been happening for a long time. And most of those times, we've been opening doors for people. So all of a sudden, today, it becomes a problem. Today, it becomes a problem, and the speculation is because it was we're, we're reaching out to the grand jurors, and they don't like that. They, they like that even less than reaching out to the regular jurors, because the grand jurors have more uh, influence. They can do more things than a, than a regular jury, but that's just the speculation. Either way, this, this bureaucrat comes out of the doors, and she demands that we stop uh, opening the door for people. She turns around and goes back inside. 
Naturally, we had some questions for her about what she was demanding, so we followed her into uh, the vestibule, and that's when she turned around and started yelling, and uh, the other bureaucrat that was there was accusing us of, of loitering, uh, I think, out front. It, just, it was just ludicrous. And so she said she was going to call. I had said, I want to just ask you some questions about what you just told us. And she, she said, well, I'm going to call the sheriff. And I said, well, why don't you do that. And so she she goes in, and we we go back out out front. Keep opening the door for people, of course. It's interesting, though. I mean, this is this is the gal who's in charge of the building. I mean, she's she's, no, the, she's bailiff. the bailiff, right? Well, I mean, they're in charge of the building, okay. right? They've got the yeah. little badge. Why is it security. why is it that they need to go get the sheriff guys to do this? Maybe they can't I mean, make arrests. They're not even real law enforcement officers. They're prison transporters in this in this particular area. Well, a lot of them are former law enforcement officers. But, the, but I, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I had a friend who worked for UPS that was a former law enforcement officer. Yep. That doesn't give them any, um, you know, any power. I mean, he doesn't. They don't on a regular basis deal with people. They're just prison transporters, and these guys out here aren't prisoners. Well, they're not pr- really prison transporters. That's the sheriff. They transport to prison. These, but anyway, who, this was, is the who were these people? They're court bailiffs. But they sent out the the sheriffs, right? The prison transporters. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying the bailiffs were the transporters. Okay, I got a little lost. We're getting in the minutia anyway. So they call the sheriffs, and the sheriffs come out. And by this time, I have my quick.com ready because she surprised us. We didn't know. They were, they've never, we haven't seen a, uh, an aggressive bureaucrat in the whole time we've been doing Fija at this courthouse. Uh, the first day we were there, a couple of sheriffs came out and they asked us what we were doing. Then they went back inside. That was the last time until today, two years almost passed by. And then today there's this, uh, this conflicting encounter. So three sheriffs pile out from the court. They obviously got every single sheriff that was in that uh, that court building that day. They came out, and the apparently head of the three begins to demand, and we caught all of this on video. So you can go to freekeen.com. You can get two different camera angles, uh, and I think that the newer one that has just been posted, uh, the most recent one that has been posted is the best one. It shows the most, uh, the most of the encounter, and, and it's higher quality, better than my BlackBerry. But I had my BlackBerry out, and I was ready to go with Quick.com. We're broadcasting live. So these guys come out. First thing I tell them is, we're broadcasting live. And uh, guys, okay. And even, of course, if they weren't okay with it, I would still be broadcasting live. And the, basically, they backed up what the bailiff said. Yeah, we don't want you. Uh, we don't want you opening the door for people. And I said, well, it's just it's just courtesy. Well, don't be courteous. No, no, no. They really said that they on said, camera. Don't be courteous. That's right. Don't be courteous. And then they went on to suggest that it was disorderly conduct, and that you're impeding the the flow of traffic that was by the opening part. the door. By right, opening the door, you're impeding the flow of traffic. I tried to get an explanation he, on that. By the way, when the guy uh, turns around, opens the door for his partner who comes out the door. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So as the three are out there threatening us, uh, then another one, a fourth one, comes out with a video camera. So that's now, awesome. They've got their own camera now. And uh, so there, this guy goes over and starts to record us recording them. And I'm trying to get an answer from them about how it is that it is impeding the flow of traffic to be opening a door for people. Well, they're not going to answer that question. I guess because they could not open the door. There you, there you are standing in a position of authority. But that wasn't the allegation. That, that wasn't the allegation. His his allegation was that somebody opened the door for somebody. Right. Well, they just he had to get compliance was. on something, right? Like right. at this point they understood, oh, this the courthouse, people are allowed to stand out here because right. there's really nothing we can do and 
But what are we going to get them? We got to tell them something that they have to comply with. <laughs> yeah. You can't open the door for people and stuff. I mean, they, they, I mean this really is just how digging. stupid these idiots are yeah. and just how power hungry they are. Well, I don't know if I would go so far as to call them stupid or idiotic, but they weren't thinking. They, they weren't thinking. Yeah, that's kind of the definition of somebody who's stupid. No, no, not necessarily. You can you can turn off your brain for a little bit. Like you said, Mark, they wanted to come out and flex their their, their strength. They wanted to come out and they wanted to intimidate us because they're big and they've got guns. And they came out and they did their best, man. They did their best. The guy was standing there with his arms crossed in the ready position. The cops have a certain position where they cross their arms in front of them. And they're trained to where they can, like, if you attack them, they can defend and they can take you down with, with that. So they had one of them in the ready position. And, you know, they were just standing there and they were trying their best to intimidate us. And we were not in any way, shape, or form intimidated by these people. Uh, it did not stop us from uh, from opening the door. After My favorite were- is that they brought cameras out, too. As if... You know, people, liberty activists are scared of cameras. All of our pictures are on our website, freekeen.com. I mean, almost everybody that was there is a blogger at freekeen.com. Not one of them has ever shied away from letting people know who they are. So, uh... So they're out there. They're trying to convince us to stop recording. To, no, they didn't try to convince us to stop recording, but to, uh, to stop opening the door for people. And we just weren't having it. And you're right. It is about control. It's about exerting some level of control over you so they can have a win. So they can they can feel good about their so-called authority. And it did not work. They trudge back into the building. And as the fourth one is going back in, the door is starting to close. I said, hey, you want me to get that for you? And before I could get it, Sam steps, uh, steps up from ObscuredTruth.com, grabs the door and holds it open. And I think he said thank you. I, I'm not positive on that. I'm not positive. I'll have to play the video back. But I'm pretty sure he said thank you, which is what the, everyone had said when we opened the door for them but this that is day. The, and the remainder of the video is that you guys opening doors for people as they go through. Yeah. So, because, I <laughs> yeah. mean, you know, they knew they didn't have anything. Yeah. Uh, and the, the defendant proceeded to open the door after we told them not to. <laughs> it was a clear case of uh, impeding the people they opened the yeah. door for Just as they sad. said thank you. So when they sad. said thank you, they meant really... Please stop impeding my flow of traffic. Grab the video at freekeen.com and we'll see you tomorrow night. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.